everyone. Welcome to the MTG Painful Truths Podcast, episode 37. I'm your host, Britt Wagner. Joining me, as always, is Cole Kirkman. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Just got back to the greatest country in the nation, good old Tejas. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling cozy. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, we're, uh, we're a few days back from uh, DreamHack San Diego. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Josh... Joshua Willis took down the event. We're gonna have him actually on the podcast on the next episode. So if you're listening to us in order, uh, be sure to check this. What uh, put that next in the queue? I'm hoping that it'll be out pretty soon. Uh, we're, we schedule a time with them pretty soon. So you know, depending on when I get all the pods out, you'll be able to hear that. But definitely don't miss this one either. This is our set. Uh, I guess our set overview of the new uh, March of the Machine uh, set. Yep. This is always my favorite. Uh, also, kind of my least favorite because editing takes a little while, but it's gonna be fun, Cole. We got we got some dope cards in here. Very, it's it's a all in set, that's for sure. Right, awesome. So let's go ahead and jump right into it, Cole. Uh, we'll we'll talk about all of our dream hack experience and things like that. Uh, I believe on the jo- the episode with Josh. I mean, that tracks. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but but here we're gonna talk about mom. So, Cole, we're going to do the same order as we did before. As everyone may know, we'll go in the Wooberg order. So all the white, blue, black, red, green cards. And we'll do uh, the the uh, gold cards and then colorless cards and land cards um, in that order. And, Cole, we'll just go with the regular pattern of you correct me if I, if I miss a card and you'll tell me why, why I'm an idiot that I didn't include it. I tried to pregame you, so we'll see if you still remember anything we talked about. Right? Yeah, you 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 forced me to add cards to my list, so um, so maybe maybe there won't be too many that that we have to circle back to. Uh, first one, Cole, is a Planeswalker. It's uh, Elspeth, Archangel Elspeth, two white white uh, for four loyalty. Elspeth Planeswalker plus one, create a one one white soldier creature token with lifelink minus two. Uh, put two plus one plus one counters on target creature. It becomes angel and gains flying forever, forever. Uh, minus six. Return all non-land permanent cards of minibody three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Uh, Cole, I kind of am mixed on this one personally. What What are your thoughts on this guy or gal? Well, it's no Gideon. So okay. that's not that's not zero. Make a two two. So <laughs> now, plus, um, plus make a one one with lifelink. That doesn't matter. Gideon's plus was make him do a five five. Whatever, but um, either way, yeah, I think, I mean, I think she's okay. I mean, four mana walkers that have protected themselves have always been good, and she turns things into flyers. I mean, that can't be that bad. I just, like, the Elspeth we have at standard is already really good. Like, because, I mean, obviously, more than not, you use her for her downtick, put a permanent into play. Right. But, I mean, like, if you're in a board stall, she's going to win it. Yeah, I, I really actually like the minus where just like you give a creature evasion and just have the potential to just close the game in a like I guess in a board stall or whatever. I think it's really really good. I do the like plus that. Is yeah. pretty good. The plus is pretty good too, and the ultimate is I don't think it's that real, but it's um it's good. It's fine. I think even if it was real, like I just don't know how relevant that is. Like when that'll come up, right? Yeah, that's kind of my thought too. Like the minus two is is I think just so good that you might just want to like. I mean, you get two shots. Yeah, you like two... you have two in the chamber when you play her. Right. Yeah, my thoughts too. Uh, but uh, overall, like 
and we have Wandering Emperor, which is like set a new bar of like a good four mana planeswalker. So well, to be fair, she cheats because she does have flash. Yeah, she is kind of cheating. Like th- this one's more honorable because it doesn't cheat. So yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Let's move on. Uh, this one I'm, I'm pretty hyped about. It's Boon Bringer Valkyrie, three white white for four four flying first strike lifelink angel with backup one. So backup means uh, when this creature is play, put a plus one plus one counter on target creature, so it could be itself. That's another creature gains those abilities till end of turn. So basically, it's the uh, Lyra Dawnbringer Baneslayer Angel card, but um, alternatively, uh, as opposed to just this, that's always like a 5 5 with those stats. This is a 4 4. We put a plus one plus one counter on something else and it gains those like those abilities for the turn. So if you have like uh, that Vigilance token from uh, Wandering Emperor, like the 2 2, you just say, all right, here, make a 3 3 with flying first life link. So you get a little bit of life on the on the front end of it too. So I think this card's like awesome. Well, so you, you can give it the counter, but it just doesn't get the keyword. It gets no, it gets abilities till end of turn. No, but you can put the plus one counter on the Boonbringer. Right, so its effect at, at yeah. its floor is it's the same thing. Oh, okay, I thought you were saying you couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. You, you, you can. You could. It could be strictly the same as those cards. But I think the benefit of this and why I think you would just play this over those other cards is because you can give something else flying first strike lifelink for one turn because you may be at like two or three life and you're like, okay, I need any. As much life as I can gain, I got two two vigilance thing. All right, give it this keywords like. I mean, really, it's also a good angels card, but like you're a Coco deck and like that that that's unfortunate. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, true. they would play like one Avacyn for a little bit. Archangel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that card's good. I love that card. Yeah, that card is good. Yeah. She's no, on arena. This, yeah. But I think this card is is quite good if if we're like the sideboard. Uh, like blue control or you know wherever you would have Lyra Dombring. I mean, really, or, in my opinion, something. for the control thing with this card, you know, yeah, obviously the argument of it versus Lyra. I guess also Baneslayer because that's because that's a that was printed. Yeah. Um, like it's it's kind of the pipe dream to like have Hall, and then like animate Hall, and then you know give oh it God. give it make it an eight eight. But like, what, there's not many other creatures you're really playing. I mean, I guess like you said with the Emperor. That I think that's like the best creature you would actually. Yeah, I was play. like, I don't think you there's. You have a... a shark take token too. Oh, like... that yeah, that's fair. They do play typhoon. Yeah, hullbreaker horror. Okay, I think that's another pipe dream. But yeah. yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You play this, you bounce their flying blocker, and then you get and your then you kill them. Well, yeah, if, then you attack if that's not enough. Eight. Like, as soon as you're reading the hullbreaker text, you you're winning the game. Hey, I've double lightning axe the hullbreaker horror in one. Actually. What I beat two of them on the board. I you've done it at, like an embarrassing amount of time. I Phoenix is no is never afraid of a whole record. Right. Uh, okay, yeah, I think know, part... baby. Uh-huh. Oh my god, that's an inside joke. Like when uh, at the RCQ uh, at Nerd Hollow when I was on a creativity, uh, and the the top four include both me and Cole, and Cole is like I. Uh, and I told him, you know, I think I think we're okay. I think I'm okay if I have to play you. And you have done a diligent job at like telling me your record against creativity since that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drop games. I've only dropped one to Ivan. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, you know what, Cole? I'm proud of you. I'm proud Good. of you. Good. I I will admit, before ever playing Phoenix against creativity, I thought that matchup would suck. 
<laughs> like after game one, I thought that match would be straight ass. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, let's, 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 for my sanity, let's move on, Cole. Uh, I have, uh, next I have Guardian of Gearpert. It's two and a white, three, three flying. Uh, it's basically the f- new Flickerwiss. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, exile up to one other target creature or effect you control. At the beginning of your instep, you may, uh, I would put it back. Which fucking card? Oh, Guardian of no, the, the Flickerwiss. Yeah, I, I, I only, only include this card because you said you liked it. I don't, I, I, I think do. it's like whatever. So three, three instead of a three, one. I mean, it doesn't blink a permanent. But I know some legacy players are talking about this card over Flickerwiss. I mean, I don't know, I'm, a, I'm, like... not a, I'm not a fucking death attack player, dude. I oh, okay. No, I do. Yeah. yeah. I'm I mean... just resolving what I've seen on Twitter. <laughs> You're resolving your your memories. So. I am. Well, I'm trying to think. Like, I was looking through my pictures real quick. Like, did I save any that were like, why this card's good? No, nope, but I just have a video of a dude throwing out Flicker Wisp with this card got spoiled. So. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty definitive here. Yeah. Like, I mean, shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> There's another well, card on this list we'll talk about that. No people were really trying for legacy. Otherwise, I don't know. Okay. All right. Let's let's just move on. Uh, we're we're not like we're not built like tactics players, so maybe we're now. Hell no! Don't put me in the pilot seat. <laughs> Next, Heliod, the Radiant Dawn. I'm actually too... surprised you put it on the list. I I'll, uh, well, did you put I'll, it on here because it's cool? Uh, because because Nick liked it. So I, I mean, was... I think it's a cool concept. But yeah, here, do explain it. Yeah, yeah. So he so two two white white for legendary cre- uh, enchantment creature god. When Heliod enters the battlefield, return target enchantment card that isn't a god from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, it's one of the transforming cards, so pay three in a blue Phyrexian to transform uh, as sorcery speed. That flips to uh, another uh, Heliod the Warp Eclipse, uh, Phyrexian god, legendary. You may cast spells as though they had flash, and spells you cast cost one generic mana less to cast for each card your opponents have drawn this turn. I feel like for Nick, I wanted to include this card. I I think Nick might be a little too high on it personally. I haven't told it to his face. So, uh, Nick, this is my take. Uh, I think it's just a little overrated. But I, just, I don't know about that because honestly, okay. like, I yeah. mean, like, it, it, even just for the front half, it's good. Like, just get just like Ewit uh, enchantment, right? Like, like that's... I mean, and then like it just has an extra. T- like, we, I mean, if you just look at Magic's history, any card that's a two for one usually is inherently good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's look. Yeah, to to give it some. Uh, like, I don't just think it's like outright bad or you know whatever, but it's like for like you play fires, you play, uh, but probably not great on the on the turn. You you, you stick a fires, but like the following turn, maybe you you have enigmatic fi- going. You uh you maybe sacrifice a uh, nightly's presence, then you just draw that at at the we're talking about the floor of this card where you get nightly's presence. Maybe I wonder you if lay if binding, timing stuff like that. is a thing. Like timing box on this card, or if there's a fire is in play, I don't follow. What do you mean? Okay, so there, you know, that, okay, all right, Brett, let me explain. I don't, I don't know what you're talking. So, like, okay, okay, blood moon, and then you play a dryad. Okay, yeah, Lands are all types again. Yes. Okay, I play fires. Fires I of invention. Blood Peleon. Now I may cast spells as though they had flash. You know, fire says I can't cast spells on my phone. Or... Oh, I think. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay, you're on the back side of that. You're talking about that. I think yeah. like I think fires wins because it says you can't do it. You only cast spells on your turn. I don't know. I think Goss, one of my judge friends. I'm I'm just curious. I have no idea. Okay, I I didn't know what you're. T- I, maybe no, I no, no, no. Yeah, it's just one of those niche things that like 
I mean, if I mean, if that's the case and it does do that, that's pretty good for Nick's deck. Sure. Well, because then you just have all that like extra mana because you're never tapping on your turn. Sure. Okay. So now you can just like play like flash in Elastorm or something and just, well, you like... just throw spells on your opponent's turn. And it's one. Le- it's always gonna be one less. Yeah. At mid- four, it's one less. Yeah. Yeah. If it gets Phoenix, it's like twelve less. But <laughs> yeah, right. Alcas Ulamog. <laughs> I mean, shit. Shit. Oh fuck. <laughs> Dip, like, we need this for Marvel. Okay. I was also thinking like uh it's enchantment, so you could sacrifice it for um Well it can go up to a five drop. The, like, yeah. Um you can go up it, into Nord. And then or you sacrifice your fable to get this. Return your fable. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Nick right, will like tell I said, us yeah, later uh, if it's well, good. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean he's gonna be the one to find it out, but that, so, so like, is, like outside said, of that context, what do we like? Do we um, is there anything like it seems like it can fit in that deck? It it seems like it makes sense there, but I didn't know about anything else. I think that's it. Yeah, I mean it's just like it does get a Shark Typhoon back, which is pretty cool. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, you're right. And then it's it's a four four. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A bitter reunion. If you have like no, you have this in hand or something, or have access to this, make sure. Nick, like maybe you're like, oh, I don't know if I need binding, so, or like you know, you're you're more willing to throw away enchantments that might be good later. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll come back to it. I'm I'm really in the same. Like, I think there's something here with this card. Maybe there's like a control style deck that like like with Shark Typhoon, like cast this, right. get your Typhoon back, and then like looping Typhoons because like it's like a Hall of Helios generosity kind of thing. Strangely, it's like if you have fires online. It, it, if if your graveyard has some like some amount of cards that you were sacrificed or got rid of, like you you get you get them back. You know that's that's something. Like, yeah, like like like, or like oh, I threw away the chain to the rocks or he or Leyland Binding earlier, but now I kind of need it. So it's like do that, do this kind of thing, and that's like really strong. We'll figure it out. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, Nick will tell us. Yeah, um, he he definitely will. Yeah. Okay, uh, next I have the first invasion, uh, invasion of Kyobakan. I don't, I may have butchered that. Um, <laughs> did I? Okay. Uh, this one was like talked about a lot on, on the internet. So I, I was like, okay, let's, let's include it. So it's, it's a, one of the first battle sieges. I'm assuming we all know what that is, but basically your opponent controls it when you cast it and you can attack it and well, when eliminate you had, when it. When it enters the battlefield, you give it to it. Yeah. Right, and then you can, like, if you, you do, like, any target, you can target this thing to remove the defense counters, and when you remove all the defense counters, you get the well, backside. Well, so it does fall under, like, you cannot fire at both these. Like, it has to it has to go to player, it, it's, these stupid shits. Right, it, it, this is not a creature, like, you can't... Yeah, like... this is not, like, old... I wish. <laughs> it's not, like... When, like, Shadows block, where, like, you could throw fiery impulses at Chandra's, and, like, yeah, your opponent's like, yeah, that, that worked. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, so, Invasion of Gopakan is one of the battles, uh, the first one we're going to talk about. There's, when it enters, it has the uh, Elite Spellbinder trigger, so look at your opponent's hand, you may exile an online card from it. As long as the exile, it costs. They may play it for two uh, additional mana. So that's literally the exact same as Elite Spellbinder, but for two mana, and they get a battle to to defend or whatever. 
Uh, this has three battles, so this is one where it's kind of like worth talking about because you just bolt it, you know, or whatever, lightning strike it. But you instead put a plus one, plus one counter on it on each creature that attacked this turn. And it has the sacrifice ability, or you, you may sacrifice this. Creatures you control gain hexproof and indestructible until end of turn. So Unless spirit. Well, some spirit didn't get hexproof, but. Right. I don't wish it did. Yeah. But it's also like, well, you like get three defense. It's one of the easier ones to turn on the backside. Well, and it has like a good front side. Yeah. There are some that have like a low front side. <laughs> Not right. worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and typically with these cards, we care a lot more about the front side because um, we need that effect to be good like enough of the time. I mean, we'll, I think I think you have to look at these cards as like, is the front side good? If it's not good, yeah, it's hard to justify it. That backside better be damn amazing or something. It better win the fucking game. <laughs> right. Um, this one has, like, the backside's, like, pretty low impact. I mean, I think it's, like, honestly, I think it's fine for humans. No, yeah, I think it is, too. Yeah, Like, it, they liked Spellbinder for a while, but it was a three-mana three-one, and, like, I mean, you just board into this card. Right. Said, like, like some stupid idiot. Like you play a lot of two mana two or one mana two ones, and then you just like play a Luminar, put a plus one counter on it. Hit this, flip it. Yeah. Put another plus one counter on something. And then and now then you're you have, well. Now you have you're wrath like protection. Also, well, I was gonna say actually, it's like really good against control for them. Yeah, for sure. Because it helps you beat uh, sweepers. Yeah, and you know, like you know, and you're peak... gonna yeah, and you know, face up like what you're what you're trying to fight. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I like I, this one. I, I like it for humans. I think. It, I think actually. Um, I think uh, we were talking about battles earlier. I think this one's one that I missed. This is being a very relevant pioneer battle. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. This one I did include at first, but uh, I I felt like it, it's uh, it's kind of good. Knight Errant of Eos, four and a white, for a four for human knight with convoke. That's a keyword in this set. It's my favorite. It's like one of my favorite mechanics. And yeah. It's like on every fucking card set. Right. Uh, so uh, when this enters the battlefield, look at the top six cards of your library. You may reveal up to two creature cards of value, X or less from among them, and where X number of creatures convoked. Uh, so it's basically collected company on this guy. And I mean, they don't come to the battlefield. They go to your hand. Oh, okay. Okay. I, Yeah. If I would have kept writing, I would have read that. Um, but yeah, it goes to your hand, but it's, it is, it could be a draw two, basically, um, for a, uh, four, four. I, I don't know. I think it's okay. I mean, I, yeah. Convoke is, a, my opinion on Convoke is it's incredibly busted. Like, it's, it's very good. Yeah. Having, like, like, the fact that, like, things can tap for a thing, even if they have summoning sickness, like. Right. Like, that's huge. Like, like, think of humans, like, you just play, like, a bunch of one drops and you just Convoke this guy out. Right, yeah, it could cost zero mana if you have, like, or maybe your attacks are good, but like, okay, well, let me dig. Uh, maybe I'll find uh, two good cards or whatever, and I can play them next turn or something yeah. like that. It digs, it digs six, so that's really good. Cool. Um, yeah, it's good. It's a human. That's relevant. So, like it. Next, Cole, I have Sunfall. It's a, a removal spell, uh, or it's a sweeper, so it's three white like... for <laughs> Yeah, it's a removal spell for all yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, for everything. Yeah, so three white white exile uh, sorcery exile creatures. It could be X where X is the number of creatures exiled this way. So if you uh, and incubate, uh, if you don't know, it creates a like a 
artifact token where it has two transform this artifact becomes a zero zero Phyrexian artifact creature. So, so basically, if you remove four creatures with Sunfall, you incubate four, so you get a uh, an artifact with four plus one plus one counters. It costs two mana to transform it into a, a four four, four Phyrexian artifact creature. It um, I think incubate is a very good mechanic. Like it's a, do you okay? I like it. I mean, like. I, I like it too. There, there, but... there are some cards we were talking about where they really abuse the shit out of Incubate. Well, yeah. like, Sunfall is kind of crazy. <laughs> I, I want this in my limited pool, for sure. Oh like... my god, well, the only upside, like, it's, it's just an upside sweeper. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Like, yeah, we've had Wrath of God, which just destroy all creatures. This exile all creatures. That's already yeah. way better than most things we've ever gotten. And then it just gives you some stupid fucking thing behind it. Like, yeah. You have all six things. Get a six six. Like, good luck. And this one is like in, in this spot that you cast it. You're gonna have like you're probably the control deck that ha- that wants to be playing a lot of lands. Like two mana to to flip this to a to a creature that you care about is is not much. It's nothing really. And it could like you know, if it's like it probably like you you give her four or five creatures. It's just a really strong creature and you could just close it probably yeah, just like, close the game I mean, with it by itself. I think of aggro, like they're always empty handed when you wrath them. Yeah, you... they have to they have to play play out their hand, then you can land Sunfall. And now you're the aggro deck. <laughs> yeah, I think this card's really good. Do you think it's uh, so I guess like the question is like we talked about White Sun Twilight in the last uh pod or the last uh set. Do you think this is better than that? Uh I don't think that was that, like I don't think they're that comparable because like you get White okay. Suns for not the sweeper side of it. That's true. Like you usually be like make three one ones and then try to win the game off that. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> let's let's move on. Surge of Salvation, uh, white for an instant. You and permanent you control gain hexproof until end of turn. Prevent all damage that black and or red sources would deal oh, to creatures this control this turn. This was talked about in our uh, I think it's like our TFW group. They're like, oh my god, we're we're gonna get scammed now or something like that. Well, but yeah, I mean, it is very gonna get scammed, but. Right. Uh, it's White Veil Summer is what they... Yeah, what as they I say, say. So, I mean, it is White Veil Summer. I mean, you don't get to draw a card. It's obviously why would White get to do that? But Green gets to do that. <laughs> oh, it's uh, funny that it's a, it is an uncommon, but pre-order price... Uh, I've looked at TCG player, it's like 344. Is like I mean, the, that's, the, I mean the, it's giving me a good card. Like Hammer and shit. Yeah. I mean, there's, they... there's chance that, like... I don't know, like... Pioneer plays this card, maybe? I don't know. I think it's good. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is pretty good. I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking like this, this, this definitely, yeah, fits in the modern, um, more than probably most every other card we talked about so far. Um, thinking about like state or pioneer, we have white. Do you think like white humans would be interested in copies of this? Maybe. I mean, black card's really popular. It's true. And like, obviously, we have heroic. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, modern has a lot more that would bought the card than other. Yeah, formats. that's true. Yeah, yeah, just protect you against grief. Like even like um, I'm talking like the um, like even like I don't think creativity would play this. So, you know, that we play five colors or like the five color creativity. Like we could, I don't think we'd be into this because we probably just play Veil Summer. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's different. It's just different. So it's hard to like braid it. Okay. Um, so cool. That's actually all of my white cards. Is there any that you wanted? Um, to so I do have an honorable mention. 
Go for it. Uh, oh, actually, well, I guess if you're not going to say it, I have two technically then. Or three. Yeah, I have three. This is two of them will be really it. fast. So, Dust Legion Duelists, I think is a good standard card. It's a one and a white, two, two vampire soldier with vigilance. Whatever one or more plus one counters are put on this card, draw a card, and no triggers once each turn. Uh, in standard, you can do this into the three mana guy that puts a plus one counter on a soldier every turn. I don't even think about it with like the Luminar Aspirant. We just like put a one one counter. Oh, yeah, just but for like there's existing. a there's a pioneer like soldier guy that does that. And then or standard oh, okay. soldier guy that does that. And then like when a soldier dies, you make a, another soldier. Okay, sure. There's that guy, uh, Progenitor Exarch. So it's XX white. When it enters the battlefield, incubate three X times. Um, so if you pay one one white, uh, you incubate three times. Uh, but it's a one two that has tab transform target incubator token. You just start transforming. Depending on how good incubation is, we obviously will find out if this card is. But the big card to talk about that you forgot. I don't know. I, Monastery? No. Fucking um, <laughs> <laughs> Elish Nord. I'm gonna talk. I guess I'll talk about all the Praetors. I know you want to talk about. That's one, fine. But I'll, I'll talk about it. So we're getting all the Praetors, and they all have sagas on their back. Some are kind of. I mean, most of them have sagas that like have pretty game-ending effects on it, but they're also like fucking ridiculous to transform. We'll talk about one of them very soon. <laughs> um, that if you do flip it, you do just fucking win the game. Elishor, though, uh, so looking at the front side, she's a four mana, two and a white, or two and two white, three five with vigilance, of course, keeping the big butt vigilance body thing. Whenever a source and opponent controls deals damage to you or a permanent you control, that source controller loses two life unless they pay one. That's pretty relevant. I mean, like, against the dingy, like, token-y decks where they're hitting you with one ones, they are basically losing two life for each damage. Sure. Yeah. Unless they want to pay one. Her cost to flip is pay two and a white, sacrifice three other creatures, and then you flip her. You can only activate all these as a sorcery. Her saga is incubate two five times, then transform all incubator tokens. So you make five two twos. Yep. So, like I said, some of these are fucking win the game. Uh, what's the next one? <laughs> Creatures you control get plus one, plus one in game, double strike until on a turn. Pretty good. And then, if you didn't win the game then, some fucking reason, <laughs> destroy all other permanents except for artifact lands and Phyrexians, and then you flip her back. All of them flip back to their front side. Yeah. Some of these, if you don't win, I don't know how you did. Because <laughs> when we get to Jin, uh, if you do Jin's Full charade and don't win the game. I'd be so impressed. I mean, this one's like when you flip it. I, I almost mean, feel like if it's you like flip, if you flip this hoe, you win the game. I would be so. If you make fucking ten power, and then it's it, thirty power next turn at minimum. Yes, in addition to all the other shit you could have going on. <laughs> And then if that doesn't work, and then you just wrap the board and you get her <laughs> back and she's back as a three five. And you have the tokens again, you can just like you can oh, just yeah, do it right away. Oh, you can do it right again. You just go for it again if you want to. If the tokens didn't die, you can just go back. Yeah, if you don't like I said, I think she's pretty reasonable. I think like you could see her in decks. I don't know what decks would be. 
But, like, she could see a hole. Like, in a creature deck, like, maybe white could cap out to her. Like, a white aggro deck that just, like, plays her. Yeah. And then just goes on, like, all right, fucking plan B. Um. So you could do that. But otherwise, like I said, some of these we get to are kind of, like, zany. I kind of, like, read it. To me, I was, like, if you have, like... I thought it'd be kind of hard to not hard, but it's just like you have to do a lot to. to well, flip okay. Her. So here's the thing that like we okay. can't we can't walk around. Here, here's the thing: you can only activate this as a sorcery speed. You yes. cannot do this to save her. If right. you do this, and they kill her, it's a part of the cost to sacrifice three other creatures. Yes. So, so it, you need it to work. It, like yeah, uh, like. You are all in if you're trying to flip her. Uh, you're <laughs> you're committed. If they're holding up two mana and they kill her, you're blown out. Like that's it. Yeah. And like I said, you can't use any of these to save them from whatever. Yes. So like right. they can't if they power word kill them, they're done. Like yeah, like that's a big deal. Like that's why some of these are kind of unreasonable. Like I think Elishnords is kind like it's it's fair to do it, but you're 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 face up when you do it. Like, no. there's no wiggle room about it. Yeah. Like, you're like, all right, activate. I'm going for it. <laughs> like, there's no, like, oh, I could try to play around. Like, if they go for something, I'll do this. No, you, you have to just do it. Yeah. Well, that's it for white. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's do blue. Uh, so, we'll start with Chrome Host Seats Shark. This is a two and a blue for a two four with oh, flying. Oh no, no, no! You try to talk about this card. Fine. I will talk okay. about this card. So it was uh, this okay. card was not on Brett's list. No, it wasn't. So Chrome Host Seat Shark is two and a blue. Is a two four Rexian Shark Guest Fly. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you incubate X where X is that spell's mana cost or mana value, whatever you want to call it. CMC. Uh, it's mana value on the card, so I think we should go by that. I hate you. Shut up. Um. <laughs> Big deal. So I don't think this card's probably. Well, ever I thought been... you. I thought you wanted to read the card. So I. I don't know why you're not reading the card. So I, I, I... so. <laughs> so I don't think this card's gonna see play. I mean, it might see pioneer play. It might see modern play. I mean, it's a two four that as four, a four butt. Yeah, that's, like that's four a big butt deal. is really relevant. Add yeah. a three drop too. That's kind of crazy. Well, I yeah. don't know. We get three mana four fours like out the ass now. Um, <laughs> God, will we get the greed? Uh, um, <laughs> in legacy. If you force a will or stuff out or fucking most free spells that it exists in Lexi, you're just gonna shit out tokens for like no cause. This card's I, I don't know how good this card's gonna be in Legacy, but I have definitely seen a lot of people blow up. Like incubate, like I said, it is a good mechanic. Like it might not it's not busted. Like, I'm not gonna say like I think investigating is almost as strong as Right. Like getting bodies and like this thing just shits out a bunch of bodies. Like, you just keep making these incubation tokens. Yeah. Well, like, Dictor Time, it, that's a two mana, but you get an 8-8. Eight, eight. Yeah. You just, and also, like, yeah. here's the big thing about the incubate. It sits there. Do not have to activate it as sorcery. Right. It's not yeah. a creature until you activate it. So, if you're, like, waiting for your opponent to burn out a creature removal, like, they can't interact with those. Right. Like, if you just have this eight token thing just sitting there, like, they have to, like, they... If you're gonna force them to hold up removal, then like you're already doing other things. Yeah. So, I think it's good. I definitely, like I said, seen a lot of legacy players, uh, talk about it. Yeah. Okay. 
I think it's okay. I mean, like I said, I, I'm waiting to see. Well, legacy, when you talk about legacy, that seems like it makes a lot more sense because you have uh, zero, like, five mana that you just, like, throw a card away. And well, you just and get then there's, like, five, five. and that thing is four mana. Right. And that's a kill spell. Like, there, there's a lot of cards that are just free that, like, legacy plays a lot of, like, and force of negations play legacy. Yeah, right. I was, th- was going to say force of negation. Force, uh, force of vigor. Of vigor. Yeah. yeah. It's four mana. So we'll see. I mean, there's a chance this card's really good legacy. Like, Bolt is way more played than other red removal. I mean, obviously there's like Pyroblast, but you can't really play around that with this. Yeah. Um, but like, Bolt is like one of Delver's best removal spells. It has a 2-4. Like, yeah. it eats, it actually blocks Delver, it eats Delver, and it blocks Darcy really well. Yeah, that's true. And it's, uh, as you don't, like Darcy has to attack, so it's, it, you kind of just could, I don't know. Like, well, you didn't, get the, like, free, oh, I, you didn't yeah. get the free wallet every turn. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes if the, you, know, you attack with creature, like, oh, do they have the, something to finish it off? But Darcy just, if she's angry, she's angry. So she's getting in there. So I think, so we'll, we'll rile our listeners up real quick. Listeners, okay. what's the best one drop ever printed in Magic? Oh, God. And why do people think it's Ragavan over Darcy? I'm kidding. I don't, I don't know. But put in the comments or wherever you're listening. <laughs> and uh. why Deathrite should be on Van and Water. I'm just gonna piss everybody off. Okay. I want death right in water. Fuck it. I'm banning no, every. I, I, I'm banning everything. I let, it, let dude, it go. I would. I would like. I hate like we have. Yeah, Roger. You know. Thanks. Thanks for listening. You you talk about bands a lot. <laughs> and Wait, well, I mean, a we lot. have a lot of friends that talk about a lot. Okay. Of bands. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, just... it's not just Roger. No, Roger's I, I, just I, well, like the the top one. Drew talks about a lot of bands. He's also. Yeah, that's fair. We're gonna lose but, our two our two best listeners. I you know what? Yeah, you, I shouldn't do this. We don't have enough to lose, Cole. Uh, let's let's uh, let's go ahead and move on though. But oh, but D- DRS, I think you made a, a compelling case to me where I think like we should look at unbanning that card. Yeah, I'm not. I can't. I don't have the words for it. And there are magic. No, we don't have to do it now. We I was gonna say there are now. magic. There are old school magic players that will not listen to me because they're set in their ways. It's fine. Like I said, I. Played a little bit when he was legal. Did not play as much as some people. But I definitely understand. Yeah. But I, I will hear like I think there's an argument. Whatever. Yeah. We, it, yeah. We, we don't have to. We'll do a whole episode about it. Then we'll like oh. lose every fan. Oh my gosh. Ex- uh, Roger will love the episode though. Oh, I, I think people will actually enjoy it. But there would definitely be people that are like, "Fuck this episode and <laughs> fuck your opinion." Yeah. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, fairy Mastermind's the next one I have on my Hell list. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Two mana for a two one fairy rogue with flash and flying. Whenever an opponent draws their second card each turn, you draw a card. Activate ability three and a blue. Each player draws a card. I love so, this card. Uh, yeah, on your opponent's turn, you pay four mana to basically draw two, and your opponent draws. It's card. also the Yuta card. Yes, Yuta a- T- Takashi, world champion of twenty seven. <laughs> I'm glad you could read that. I can't read Roman. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I'm proficient in Roman. Well, that's cool. That's a neat thing. No. Either way, <laughs> he finally got his card, which is dope, and they gave him a really cool card that, like, fits his whole thing. So Yeah. Yeah, this card's pretty cool. I'm very happy about that. I like the card a lot. Like, yeah. it's not bad. Like, Paulo got a good card, and, uh, oh, my God, who? Uh, who's uh, the, Javier Dominguez got a Javier card, Javier got the good, yeah, he got the Nair. 
I, I don't remember what Javier got. Yeah, it was the knight, right? The one man and one woman with haste? No, I don't know if you're right or wrong. I just don't remember. Uh, what I was, was like, I'm almost positive he got the knight. That was like yeah. busted and standard. That was like cheaper to equip, and then when he attacks, another knight gets plus one plus so. Regardless. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a, it's a good card. I mean, there's not much else to say about it. Like, punishes your opponent for drawing extra cards, always good. And then you can actually force an extra draw. Maybe you have nothing else you're doing. Right. Like, which isn't that bad. Like, yeah, like giving your opponent an extra card, but like you just be like on your turn, like you're they're at like no cards in hand, you're at like four. And you're like, all right. You'll draw two, they draw one. Right. Like that's pretty and, good. And- Put put all that aside. It's like still two man two on flash flying. So in a tempo yeah, it's deck, a beat it's still fine. Yeah, yeah. It's a fairy. It's a fairy beat stick. I mean, look at Brazenburr. Yeah. A lot of games that Brazenburr wins is not because it bounced something. It's because you flashed it in off turn three, and your opponent like just couldn't do anything about it. And, like yeah. there have been many more games that I've won off of flashing a fucking borrower in and just three, 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 <laughs> and they're like, I can't kill it. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> like. Some people, like, especially cyborg games, like, with Phoenix and stuff, where, you know, obviously they're trying to play around Gravehaven, or they're playing into Gravehaven. Right. And then you're like, all right, I'm just going to flash it at 3-1. And they're like, what? No, yeah. <laughs> Gotta do something with this mana. Yeah, like, take three. They're like, uh, but all my, like, soul guy lanterns are playing to dust. I'm like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> three. <laughs> or they're holding up, like, negates and shit, like, you know. Right. Stack oh, cap. This is not how the game is supposed to be. I have my negates. Yeah, you're supposed to cast Treasure Cruise here, and I'm supposed to counter it, or Narc Sets Reversal it, and I'm like, I have to... Three. My <laughs> <laughs> lightning right. bolt attached to a, a fairy says otherwise. <laughs> All right, uh, Cole, this one, you, you might not like this card that much, but I thought this... I was actually thinking of you when I saw this card. Oh, uh, but I fucking hate that. What a card is this? Uh, meeting of the minds. It's the format. Okay, so you know what it is. Okay. Hold on, wait, wait, wait! Don't say it. I want to find it. It's a, it's a rare, right? What? What you read? <laughs> no, it's a common card. It's a fucking wait. This card's starting to sound familiar. <laughs> it said, "I've the the name meeting of the minds is starting to track." Like meeting of minds. My brain is starting to process. Uh, you read okay. it. I'm looking. What? <laughs> Three in a blue. I uh, fucking instant. found it. <laughs> Three to blue, uh, with convoke, draw two cards. Hell yeah. I liked it for shingles. I you love have... this fucking thing for that was the card I forgot earlier when we were talking because I'm obviously pre recorded. Um yeah, right. when you were talking, I was sitting there that fucking card that like I saw, but I kept thinking it was a rare because when I read this card, I was like, no way it's the comment. Hell yeah. Dude, fucking love this for shingles. I fuck. There's so much cool shingle shit that's that. There's a multicolor card we're gonna talk the ideas <laughs> okay yeah I was like well I was gonna be a bunch of idiots was, I was gonna be yeah. upset if it was a sorcery oh no screw that Absolutely yeah I'm not. just really glad they, they fucking cause like when I played a answer of one mind being a sorcery always just upset, upset me right I mean that's you draw two though and that's like no yeah yeah, yeah. no it, I, that's, yeah. that's crazy yeah this is also you draw two, but you had to tap three guys to do it. Also, you can tap four. You can tap four guys if you had a blue guy. Oh right, of course. Yeah, of course. yeah. <laughs> that's what tap your guys. is, Brett. You could spend zero mana. I'm like, I okay, I know, I know, I know. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Cole. You could tap fucking uh, Ledger Shredder for this. You're you're selling me more on this. 
No, I think it's I think it's actually like in in Shiggles, like you could make a case for this card. I think yeah. it's all right. I think um, there's another deck we'll talk about in this blue that you could also play this card. What what deck's that? It's just a devotion deck. Oh, we okay, have, okay. We have another card to talk about before we get spoilers. Okay. Well, when we get to that card, I'll let you. I'll let you. God damn right, you better let me fuck, talk I, about I, it. Okay, I was doing something like that. I said you made it mean. Like, do, do you th- really think you won this? No, I don't win anything. If okay. we talk about my RC last week, and we know I don't win shit. <laughs> uh, okay, next next card. I have a list. I have. I put this down because I thought it was cool. It's C double two blue blue. Oh, that card Sid. is. I actually agree. I think that card is really cool. Yeah. Can, uh, two. Yeah. So four mana and instant can't be copied. We rarely see that. Um, choose one. If your opponent has eight or more cards in the graveyard, you may choose both. Copy target spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. A copy of a permanent spell because of a token, or create a token that's a copy of target creature. Um, like the text, the copy target spell text just seems so strong. I, I, I liked it. I guess that's all I got for this. Uh, um, but I thought it's cool, cool. I, I don't know where this goes. I think someone needs to build a home for it. Yeah, it's it's dope. I, I think this card's so cool. I I like that card a lot. Yeah. Do Do you know where it goes though? I cause I no don't know where it goes. fucking <laughs> shot. Don't ask me. I have no okay. idea. It goes in people's commander deck for where they want to have fun. Oh, I mean, thousand percent. Okay. Uh. Okay. I have transmitted a message. I'll let you take the wheel here. Oh, goddamn right. All right. So <laughs> when I read this card, it just sounds awful. Four blue, X, instant, convoke and draw X cards. So, I've been I saw a little bit. It got dropped really fast, um, because I don't I just don't think people wanted to put the work in. We also didn't have the full spoiler list yet when people were kind of throwing this idea around. But mono blue devotion, you know, back in the day, you, know, you generate a bunch of tokens with a uh, master of master. If this causes a buyout, I'll be upset. I don't have my master wave yet. Right, um, foils are four fifty right now. Guess I'll have to fucking get something tomorrow. <laughs> but a, a really cool thing. I mean, I'm not saying like, oh man, bottle blue devotion is going to be great. It's something I'm actually going to look at, at as someone who likes dumb bullshit blue decks and stuff. I mean, obviously, if you look at my track record, um, because you could just like master waves make like fucking. Like, like, let's say your devotion's like seven. Like, you make seven tokens in addition to the master. So that's eight blue pips. You can draw four cards at instant speed with this one. For zero yeah. mana. No downside. Because you just go like, all right, they're not going to attack because all your shits are two ones. And most of Pioneer, and this is for Pioneer, obviously. Most yeah. of Pioneer's removal is red. Can't hit them. Can't, can't touch them. And then you're like, all right, now you're in stuff, draw four. I haven't really, like, devoted the time to it yet, because, like, obviously I was talking to Brent earlier. Like, back in the day, Mono Blue Devotion would play, like, Outfin Raptor, which was a one-minute one with a ball, because it just had a blue pip. I am sure there's something better than that right <laughs> now. But, like, I just haven't looked, like, because we have, like, Gadwick, which is a really good card in Devotion. I 
I have four of those for uh, Blue Green Wheels Reclamation that Tandy built in early. Yeah, I mean, Gabbok's a so really fun. good card. That dude is it so is really good. good. When you, and so good. Especially if you like, think about it with this card. Like, cast is on your poster, time down their best threat. And you're like, all right. Right. Like, I just think, and there's other Convoke things. I'm not going to talk about the Flyer. But there's other, like, Convoke cards that are in blue. Because they gave Convoke to every color in this set, which is crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, right. But, like, like, like as someone who plays Yawgmoth, as someone who's played Elf, as someone who's played Green-White Value, as somebody who's played all these other decks that have played Court of Calling, Convoke has always felt fucking gross. Yeah. Because there's, you like, you do it as soon as you play on all of it. And, like, it's just so good. Yeah. Well, I think there's something there. Maybe not yet, and maybe it'll take time. But, I mean, like, Thoughts Oracle is double blue pip. True. And, and you could go yeah. through your deck pretty fucking fast with, like, cards like this and other stuff. Yeah. But we'll see. And you also have, yeah. like, Nykthos. I mean, obviously, like, can't forget Nykthos. Right. But we'll see. I'm gonna keep my eye out. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research and do and, and mess around. Yeah, we we can work together on a on some sort of deck. Maybe we can look at old templates and jam this these cards in, figure something out. Fucking Cloudfin Raptor. Whoop! Okay, you know what? Never mind. I'm I'm busy. I don't remember Whatever. what two drop they would play. But yeah. It's like a double blue it might have been a double blue Oh, it was the Niv Magus L it was a one four. Nice. It was the guy that's like when you cast an extra sorcery exile and he gets like a plus one counter. Huh. But he was double blue red hybrid. That's literally why they played him. Perfect. <laughs> Obviously, hopefully, it has a it has a uh, uh, water drop symbol on the top right corner. Yeah, it has two of them. Two, 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 two it's of two them. of them and it's two mana. Perfect. It's right at him. <laughs> okay. Put that bitch in. It's good. All right. Uh. Okay, I'm going to move on, Call. <laughs> no, let's yell it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I'm at, actually out of cards, but if you do you want to talk about Jing attacks? Yes. Oh, I told you I'd talk about all of them. Okay, it's, the floor is yours. Crater. All okay. right, so this one is the most astronomical fucking one. Easily, hands down. If you flip this bitch, dude, I'd no shot that you don't just win. Unless your deck just does not win the game. <laughs> but we'll talk about it. So I will say, and I talked to Brent about this first, his front side stats are actually fine. Like, forgetting the bottom half of him is fine. So, like, he's a 5-mana <laughs> five 5-5 five with Ward 2. That's pretty good, honestly. Okay. And then he says, whenever you cast a non-creature spell with mana value 3 or greater, you draw a card. That's not bad either. Especially for Pioneer, because if you look at, like, blue-white control, most of their cards are 3 mana. Like, Absorb and all that. Yeah, you can play him in a uh, Karuga deck. There's a bunch of like, I mean, like Leyline Binding and shit. Regardless, right? Yeah, the front half is not bad. But if you pay four, three to blue, you can so you exile him, return it to the battlefield, transform it under its own control. But you can only activate it as a sorcery, and if you have seven or more cards, easy. That's easy. already. Really hard. If you ever played Tefnit back in the day, like the god, you already know how fucking that card had stuff to draw you cards as an activated ability to do that right. effect. Yeah. But if you flip them, if you do flip them into a saga, its first chapter is draw cards equal to the number of cards in your hand. So probably seven. So go to 14. 
You have no maximum hand size for as long as the Great Synthesis is on the battlefield. That's the name of the saga. Yep. Second chapter. Return all non-Phyrexian creatures to their owner's hands. Probably everything. Third chapter. You may cast any number of spells from your hand without paying their mana cost. And then you flip them back. It, it, like, if you flip him to this and you don't win off that third chapter, I, I don't know how that, like, you're... <laughs> You're obviously, you ha- at bare minimum, have to be a 14 cards in hand. Right. Bare minimum. You're going to have two more draw steps before he flips back. So, like, I don't... <laughs> if you can't win, your deck's not built to win. <laughs> like, even at Blue White... Why just... win when you can just draw more cards? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I get And then you could probably, and then if you have, like, a fuck ton of cards, like, you didn't cast a bunch of shit, you probably just put them back immediately anyway. Yeah. Like, it, uh, True. it's, uh, I mean, like, he's good. Obviously, his, his saga is ridiculous. And, yeah, I think he's the most ridiculous, like, saga and everything. Like, the close second is Shieldred once we get to her. Yeah. But, like, he, like, he's hard as shit to flip. Like, obviously, like, to play Magic the Gathering is to play things out of your hand. And most cards don't net neutral in hand. Right. Most cards don't have cycling attached. And, like, yeah, like, and not every card is treasure curve. So, I think, like yeah. I said, I think the front half, if you got rid of the bottom half, even, is just fine. Like, 5 mana, 5-5 five, five with War 2, that says you get to draw cards. It's fine. Like, in Pioneer, you could treasure cruise for 1 mana. You'll draw a card. So you'll draw four. Like, that's pretty good. Take your time. We'll draw you a card. Um, If you play um, whatever the Dell Bound spell is, I'm uh, totally forgetting. Oh, Set Adrift. I, yeah, okay. Or that puts it on top. But it's the only Bound spell that Dells. Love that fucking card. That card, yeah. I mean, like, there are, there is a, like, maybe the blue-black control deck that's like the Narset deck would play him. Like the Narset days of doing tech, because you go to seven. Right. But I don't know. Like, I think Bellastor is way easier to slot into something or build something close to something you need to play her. Jin is like, if you want to flip him, you got to devote the whole fucking thing to her. Right. Like, even when I played Shiggles, which the whole fucking point of that deck was to draw cards, I probably never really had a grip. Parentheses have full seven in your hand. Yeah. Like, I never really had, like, a full grip going on all the time. Like, I was probably at, like, six, like, most of the time. But all right, that's that's Jin, so we move on. All right, so uh, Black, this this card, uh, I only include him because of you, so, um, so just FYI. Hoarding Broodlord, uh, Hoarding Broodlord. Oh, well, five, let, me, let me talk black, about black, this black. Okay, okay, take, take it. <laughs> okay, so Hoarding Broodlord. It's five and triple black, which sounds kind of ridiculous, but he's got a really cool mechanic attached to him. Fucking Convoke. <laughs> Zero mana on this card, baby. So he's got flying. So here's my reason I really like this card. He has an ability that when he enters the battlefield, you search your library for a card, you exile it, and it's face down, and then you shuffle your library. Uh, you may cast the card from exile. You know, that seems pretty okay. Spells you cast from exile have Convoke. That's really good. Um, 
I don't think this card's busted. I'm not, I'm not gonna say that at all. But RuneScape, RuneScape, Rune, RuneScard, RuneScard Demon. It's a seven mana, seven seven. He, he's a demonic tutor on a demon. Right. Really good commander card. This guy has Del or Del. Oh my god, this card had Del. This guy, <laughs> this guy has Convoke. So like in a black green shell, if you're going wide, like he's he's probably gonna be free. Like Elf. Speaking of. You know, things right. like that. And then, like, just giving whatever you put in exile convoke, pretty fucking good. Yeah. Like, he, like, he's probably not going to be a constructed, like, great card. Like, I I can't really, like, maybe there's a standard that plays him. Like, he is demonic. Um, True. But, like, I can't see a pioneer deck that's like, oh, yeah, we fucking obviously want this card. Like, maybe there's, like, a monoblack aggro deck that's, like, we play two of this card and it's, Free, but then you're kind of like always turning sideways, yeah. like so it's kind of hard to convoke. I don't know. Like I'm sure there's something for this guy out there. There was mod black devotion also. Yeah, I mean yeah, you play him in there. I mean, really like obviously he's a limited bomb. He's a seven six flyer that's probably not going to cost you eight mana. I almost feel like you would just play like maybe it in mod black devotion. You just get hit another one of him. Yeah, you just go one. Like I mean, him. Fourteen fucking power. Right. And then the last one you can go get like some dumbass removal spell. Yeah. Or go get fucking uh invoke despair. Yeah. Now it has convoke. Speaking speaking of standard cards that we hated seeing. I fucking hate invoke despair. <laughs> okay, let's let's not go into that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like him. He's cool. Okay. Let's let's move on. Uh, I got a few invade, a uh, few of the battles. Uh, first one, invasion of Fiora. I think. Yep, this one we talked it. about. Yep. Yeah, we did talk about this briefly. It's uh, four black black for a uh, battle siege. Uh, when this enters the battlefield, just choose one or both. Destroy all legendary creatures or destroy all non-legendary creatures. So six mana sweeper has four defense. Uh, let's go with the backside real quick. If you're able to just uh take down the four defense, it becomes Mar- Marchesa, Resolute Monarch at the 3-6 with Madness and Death Touch. When she attacks, remove all counters from up to one target per minute. At the beginning of up- upkeep, if you haven't been dealt combat damage since your last turn, you draw a card and you lose one life. Uh, so notably, this is like a strong front side. The back side kind of doesn't matter. Or, or Okay, here's my case for this card, why, why I like it. If you play like legendary creatures, it's really nice to just like sweep it and then you get attack and kill it. So it's like this is one of the easier ones to flip, I think, just straight up in the right shell. If you had like some sort of legendary thing that you could just like kill this and then you make then you go to uh Marchessa the backside. So a three six minutes death touch. Um if you haven't been dealt combat damage, draw a card, lose one. So you're just gonna be drawing extra cards too. Like, I like this card cool. I think like if you have some sort of legendary or legendaries uh, type of thing, like it's a sweeper and this this uh, creature attached to it for six mana, uh, effectively. Yeah, I like it. I think I think it's good. I mean, most battles, like if they have a good front side, it's hard to argue. I think like if six mana for this effect is kind of like slightly expensive. Like I think this effect is like five. Like uh, Crux of Fate was five for like dragons and non dragons. Yeah, but I don't think you can pick both. You can't pick both. That's true. You yeah, I, was like, I was actually literally looking that up while you were describing. You can pick both or not. Yeah. 
It's worth that I actually remember older cards. But I love but yeah, FA. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it was it was good in its time too, and uh, the, for, that was for five mana. Um, you and this Adamant killing you know? Yeah, yeah. So I I, I like this. Uh, I don't necessarily know believe it has a home already, but I think like it would be a le- like a um a legendary shell. And even it could just be a wind cloud if you just play like I was talking to Roger. He's like he, he's going to be working on a s like he played a lot of standard, um, and he's going to try to do Esper Legends in Pioneer. And I don't know if like this this is a hell of a top end to, to for this, but it is a one side sweeper, and I don't know if there's anything better than that. But or this I don't necessarily think this goes in the deck, but it does destroy all uh, not legendaries. And if you care about your legends, then it's pretty pretty cool. All right, I'm moving on. Uh, Invasion of Innistrad is my next card. Uh, two black black for a five defense uh, battle. As Flash, I think it's the only one with Flash Cole. Uh, and when Invasion of Innistrad enters the battlefield, target creature and opponent controls gets minus thirteen, minus thirteen until end of turn. Goodbye, Emrakul, the promise end. Christ almighty. Uh, backside is, uh, so if you take take it down with the five defense, uh, it becomes Delusion of the Dead. It's an enchantment. When it enters, create two, two, two black zombie creature tokens and the activate ability two to black XL target card from a graveyard. If it's a creature, create another two, two black zombie creature token. So decent, decent enchantment on the backside if yeah. you're able to flip it. It's kind of thinking of this like as a control card. Um, that backside's just a really strong effect. Um, it's just not like thinking of like, all right, holding up cancel. Oh, you didn't cancel, or you played a creature. Okay, well, let me just kill it with this, and maybe if you can flip it. It's just like to me, it's like mostly just format removal, and it seems okay. Yeah, I think, I think it's okay. I like it. Okay. Uh, no, actually, I only have one card left. It's actually, Shieldred. Um, are there any cards that you think I missed in black outside of Shieldred? Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, so I'll go. Okay, it's all yours. So we did get a common called Mirrodin Avenge. Nope, not that one. My bad. Redacted. Uh, yeah, Corrupted Conviction, my bad. So it's a, it's a, basically another version of, uh, Village Rites. It's, 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 it's the exact same thing, right? Yeah. Except, it, okay. Village Rites is an instant. It has to be an instant. There's no way it's a sorcery. Um, yeah, that was so, a big deal when it was printed. Yeah, so now you have eight total copies of village rights you can play. You're a- do, you're absolutely right. Yeah, do with that what you will. That's true. Yeah, that's that's big, I, I just know it was a big deal. Like I know for like popper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we did miss a card in blue. I'm gonna go over just real briefly. Okay. Uh, which is the rare Runa. Uh, we're literally not going to talk about her backside because it's irrelevant for what we're going to talk about, but Bleh. she's a blue and a one, one, three. Whenever you cast a legendary spell, you have to tap her. She has tap, draw a card, then discard a card. And then you can pay five and a black Phyrexian and transform them. They're a five, five with trample. Whenever a source deals damage to Runa, Tolarian Obliterator, that source controller is an exile card for their hand at random. If it's a land card, you may put it onto the battlefield under your control, otherwise you can cast it without paying its mana cost. It's obviously kind of bonkers. Really, though, you, like the front side, you can go infinite with a lot of different ways of, like, uh, Mox Ambers and stuff. I know people were talking about Pioneer with Just Guy Ascendancy and then Modern as an additional, like, uh, 
underworld breach kind of thing. Sure. I don't know. I mean, modern players are crazy. But yeah. (laughs) That's about it for that. So let's go over the bug mother children. So she has a pretty good front side as well. Like I said, most of these have like a reasonable front side that makes them good. One of them has a very, very good front side. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Um, she is a five mana, four five. She is menace, and then has when children enter the battlefield, each opponent sacrifices non token creature, plays longer, so obviously the edict thing. They like to give it to them. Children also has kind of like a spoon. Well, their flip isn't as bad because it's kind of a way of magic that'll happen. Obviously, your opponent's going to have uh, eight or more cards in their graveyard at some point. Probably it's standard. That's pretty likely. Yeah. I think at Pyo, too. I mean, yeah, like, Pi- yeah, yeah, as I say, Pi- like, you're both, like, bell-slinging it back and forth. Like, you're bound to hit it at some point. Yeah. But four mana, or five total, it's four and a black. Exile Shieldry, the return uh, into the battlefield, transformed under its con- owner's control, activated only as a sorcery, and if the opponent has any more cards in their graveyard. So this one is another kind of, uh, so it's the true scriptures. It's also kind of a win. Like, if you do it, like, you should win. Like, the bottom one's kind of gross, but the, the reason I don't chalk this one up as, like, oh, busted, like, Jin, is it's very dependent if your opponent has things that are relevant. We'll get to it. Yeah, sure. So, for each opponent, uh, this is chapter one, for each opponent, destroy up to one target creature or planeswalker that player control. So it's removal. It's good. Chapter 2, each opponent discards three cards, then mills three cards. Good. And then the chapter 3 is put all creature cards from all graveyards under the battlefield under your control and flip it back. Which then it just edicts again, which is good. And then you just pay, like, repay that five mana and destroy something that's still alive. Yeah. Like, flip it back the over. The big thing, like I said, is, like, if you're playing as control, obviously the backside you're really just using for the each opponent discards three cards. Right. So, like, like I said, like, the backside doesn't, like, if your opponent, obviously, like, in magical fairyland, like, and your opponent has, like, big dumb green creatures, and you're like, oh, I flipped and did the put all creatures, and I got, like, two cavaliers and three Olgra trolls, like, aha, uh-huh. like, yeah, that wins the game, but most of the, I mean, like, reasonably. And even in modern, like, if you get a Merktide back, it's like a... Because it's not, yeah. not going to have any of the plus one counters on it. Right. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, I think they have one of the better front sides, though. Like, just being a 5-mana 4-5. Kind of weird that they made the other motherfucker a 4-mana 4-5. Kind of some shit <laughs> that they did that, but made this one a 5-mana 4 or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, we can go to red. Okay. Uh, let's start with uh, a card I really liked immediately. Uh, Blood Feather Phoenix. It's one red for a two-two. Oh, you fly. were high on this one, yeah. I was high on this one. Yeah, two. Uh, yeah, two bad two-two flying can't block. When it instant or sorcery spell you control deals damage to opponent or battle, you may pay red if you do return Blood Feather Phoenix from your graveyard to the battlefield. It gets haste until end of turn. So just like uh, I was kind of talking about this, and like if you pay two mana, it's like kind of poopy. Um, it's, it's super good from the, like, if you can pay red and make this, like, give a haste from the graveyard, that's really, really good. But you do have to deal with this, and it's so hard. Like, it's so hard to deal with this. So, I, I don't know. I thought it was really, really good. I, I like it. I just like Phoenixes. Like, they, they yeah. sometimes put really good ones, and they sometimes put really bad ones, but. 
Right, and we got a Phoenix check last time, so we this if this is good, that would be two in a two in a row that were strong in their own in their own right. Sure. Yep. Uh, I just added this one. I uh, I don't I, I I don't know. It's it's six man Chandra Chandra's hope speaking. I actually I got yelled at about this. I actually don't like. You don't like this card, okay? I mean, I, I just added it, but I think it's yeah. such a Winmore card. Like <laughs> to me. Like, oh man. Yeah. Like, yeah. when you do it, when you get this card out and you do well, it. Let, let me go over it real yeah, quick. So, yeah, for yeah, those. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, five loyalty, six, six mana, Chandra. When you cast an insert sorcery spell copy, it may choose new targets all, only once a turn, plus two, add two mana of any combination of com- colors, uh, plus one, exile the top five cards of your library until the end of your next turn. You may cast an insert sorcery spell from along those exile cards. Minus X, it deals X damage to each of up to two targets. Um, but the, yeah, the static is, is like super cool. You get two mana back with plus two and plus one, you XL five and you can choose a spell and cast it next turn. Funny is that that seems like among the weaker cards. I immediately thought, oh, this is amazing for Lotus because you just copy spells, but you only get one. So I was like, okay, I'm off it. And I, I just, don't know. I, I just I, think I, if you do it, I don't know, man. Like, the last six-minute Chandra we had was so good. Like, she was so unique in the sense of, like, hating out an archetype that, like, Red had a problem with. Right. Oh, oh yeah, that can't be countered. Yeah, and One, then, like, yeah. just stick something to your opponent's forehead that's, like, you have to deal with it. Right. Or, yeah, yeah I have a Doom counter now. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like... Just like it just feels like such a win war thing if you resolve this stupid thing. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's like a bunch of like decks that try to revolve around this card. Like, I mean you do get it, it's four mana, essentially. Not to be. Right. Yeah, you get two in the middle. Which mana that back. was a big deal about torch. Was that yeah. was that torch was two mana? Yeah, that's true. Quote unquote. I mean that's different because torch had to be red. <laughs> That's true. Well, this could be, I mean, you make like blue and blue. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I added it, but I was like, I don't really like it that much. <laughs> uh, so I was, I, yeah, not not a huge fan. Um, so I'll, I'll move on. Uh, next, I have Into the Fire. Two to red for sorcery. Uh, deals two damage to each creature, Planeswalker, and Battle. Or it has the Valcut Awakening text of put any number of cards from your hand on the bottom of your library, then draw that many cards plus one. That's kind of like we have Valcut Awakening now as instant, and that's like, you know, the source of the Awakening is also a land. And it's also a land, you're right. Which is so it's like, very relevant. Yeah, it would have to be that top text has to be relevant for you to want to sleeve this card the up. The sheer fact that this is a sorcery is what makes me like not even want to look at it. That's kind of where I'm at too. Like, like it's so weird because like Kozlik's return was an instant, and then so was Valakin Awakening. Yeah, I don't know. But, what. Get, but it has both modes though, so that's that's. Yeah, but you only get one. Well, it has like the option for both. Yeah, but like, I'm saying like it's not like it's not like choose both. No, right? Like Valakin Awakening, it's like if you need it, it could be a tap red source, like. Which, I mean, like, and that's super relevant. That means yeah. you run less lands. Like, that's a big thing. Why Spikefield Hazard is so good. Right. For oh, red yeah. decks, it's like, 
It's free. No. At worst, if you need mana more than you need storm count or damage or whatever, or yeah, you just whatever. Yeah, I was like, the, the top mode has to be good. The the pyroclasm effect that has to be a good it, like it, a relevant effect. Like no. I just I just really like think it. I think I I would 100 percent see this card. I mean, obviously, probably will see standard play. I mean, it's pretty good for standard, but like. If you want that effect, you're probably leaning more towards the bottom effect because we do have Zed already. Mother Zed's way better three mana sweeper. Yeah, but you can't replace this. Like this will replace itself, uh, sort of. Not the top. Uh, not uh, the uh, top uh, mode. No, no. I'm talking about Brothers in. Like it. Like if you have Brothers Hoods in, there's gonna be times where it may just be blank cardboard. And well, that's, this what I'm saying. Least... that's why I'm saying you're probably leaning more towards the bottom. Half the sure. Half. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you want the top half, the brother that's just it better. No, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then, then if you just want to argue that, that's like Sweltering Suns is like just definitely better. You know, I'm good to end it there. Sweltering Suns just being better. I yeah, love I, really I like love Sweltering Suns. Oh, I, I did too. I, I always thought that card was better. Yeah, I, I definitely will say after this weekend and after playing a bunch of brothers and having Blazewalker damage attached to it, is is so relevant. No, killing Bankbusters. <laughs> uh, that's fair, but like randomly just hitting Planeswalkers and killing them is like just so crazy how relevant that becomes over time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there were a lot of Planeswalkers that died to that card. Yeah. Incidentally, you know. Like it's like, all right, we're at the board. It's like, oh, I guess uh, I kill Lily and Kaya. <laughs> and it's like, I wow. It's like, I didn't really, that wasn't my plan. Right. <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on. Uh, I got uh, two battles in red. We'll start with Invasion of Kalheim. Three to red for a four defense battle. Uh, when this enters the battlefield, exile all cards from your hand that draw that many cards until the end of your next turn. You may play exile cards this way. So you gotta just reload your like, just draw as many cards in your hand. At- yeah, you basically put your hand aside, draw that yeah. many, and then you could still play your hand until end of turn. Right, exactly. Like you get to be like. I like I, I like that I, I like that. Yeah. So uh, this the, this front effect is already really good. The back effect is interesting enough too. Um. So if it, if you able to take it down with four defense, uh, has enchantment, discard a land card. Uh, this card, uh, Pyre of the World Tree, deals two damage to any target. When you discard a land, exile the top card of your library. You may play that card this turn. So you'll each land you pitch, you just draw a card, like exile a card. Yeah. And you may play it. Um, Cat both halves are pretty good on this, I think. I like it. I like this card. I know Tandy had a... I didn't actually even, even look at his list. I was like, oh, it has Invasion of Call Time. And that was like literally all I... I didn't... I did have... I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look at the deck list or evaluate it. I think it was a Scape Shift deck. So I, that seemed weird to me. I think it's a Scape Shift. That was kind of perplexing to me. Okay. But yeah, though no, each half of this card is 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 interesting enough for me, so I like it. Okay, Invasion of Tarkir. Cole, you want to talk about this one because you love? Oh yeah, this I card. love the art of this card, dude. Oh. Actually, one of okay. my favorite arts of the set. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm also super excited about this card. So it's a two mana battle, one in red. When it uh, it has five defense, which I think it's probably pretty high for battles. It's relatively high, yeah. But most uh, of them are like four. Um, so. 
When Invasion of Tarkirian's Battlefield reveals any number of dragon cards from your hand, when you do, Invasion of Tarkirian does X damage plus 2 damage to any, any other target that can't, like, shoot itself. Where X is never cards revealed this way. So, and then the battle, I'll get to back half here. So, um, the front half is stomp, like, 90% of the time. Like, unless you're a dragon deck. The reason I really like this card is actually the back half. If you do get to flip it, it flips to Defiant Thunderball, which is a 4-4 Flying Trample. Whenever a Dragon Control attacks, it deals 2 damage to any target. That is really relevant. So right now, Drew and I are working on a red-green deck. It's red-green dragons. Some dude did really well in an RCQ. We took his list and kind of modified it. Doomwake also played his list on a stream. Um... And, like, you play, like, Thunderball Helikite. Or not Thunderball Helikite. Um, Regent. Yeah, yeah, the fucking Regent. I love that card. Uh, (laughs) Glorybringer, Honorary Giant, um, Storm Breath Dragon. You play all this stuff. So, like, they are playing Bone Crushers because it's, like, a vehicle deck. You can play this card because you will just get, like, if you flip it, right, like, you just, I don't know, fucking, you can Draconic. No, you can't Draconic. Um... You know, whatever, like, you flip it. Every yeah. dragon now deals two when it attacks. To anything. Warbreaker can now deal six on Exert. Like. True. It, it's a good card for them. Uh, one notable thing, too, is, uh, you know, when you, def- like, you're, okay, so we're in the Gruul, Dra- Gruul Dragons deck. You, your invasion, like, you know, these are, none of these battles are legendary, so your second invasion of Tarkir can shoot the first one. Yes, five, yeah, yes. Five, five, five defense is quite a bit, but if you trim it down to three, that should be enough for maybe some ground pounders to, to close it out or whatever. And then if you had just multiple Defiant Thunderball, each dragon does four. Like, it stacks absurdly well. I two. thought for a and, second there it said X can't be zero. I was like, oh, never mind. This card's awful. No, X. Yeah. But, um, I I bet Alex already like building a de- building that deck too. He you know he's he's kind of cruel guy sometimes. He likes cool oh, monsters. Oh, Alex. Yeah. yeah. I meant to send him our list because I'm sure you'd be interested. But, oh yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, like I like this card. Um, one of the reasons I think dragons is like a really good cruel deck right now is because everything flies and most of the format has a really tough time flyers. And yeah. then also just like there's a lot of spot removal in the format. Thunderball reading it is or what the fucker is called? I feel like it's wrong. Hellkite? No, the the guy that says if you get targeted. Uh I don't know. Thunderbreak reading it. Yeah, so like Thunderbreak reading <laughs> it, like a lot of the format spot removal, so like if they try to touch any of your shit, they take two or take three. Right. Like I also am just a huge fan of Thunderbreak reading card. Yeah. Um I don't know, I I like it. I like the battle a lot. Yeah, I, I do too, actually. I don't know if it fully replaces Bone Crusher in that deck, but... You can play both. Yeah, you can play, I mean, you can play both. I mean, they're flex slots. I mean, they're like playing mainboard Cavalry. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like that either. Okay. Uh, next next card uh, is uh, Kinder Spell Sphere. Uh, so I, I, I have to yield this one to you because you brought this one up. Oh, yeah. So this card, I think, has a lot of and I'm very curious to see. I'll probably play it somewhere. Probably, I really want to. I really want to play in Pioneer deck that revolves around 
uh, Spellsburg, right? Fucking, what's that, idiot? Dorat. A little adorable little idiot. The dragon. <laughs> Whatever the dragon's called. Um, Spy, Spy Dragon? Yeah, one. Nah, it's Dorat. Do people know where it's Dorat? A here. lot of people do know where it's Dorat. I, I will say right now, viewers, I play the Sprite Dragon art. I love the little, <laughs> I love the little dragon art. You, you play the Dorat art, you mean? No, fuck that ugly little shit. Go oh, on. Adorable. If we get into no, this weekend. No, no, we're done here. No. That's just. Okay, um, okay, go ahead. If we get any of this get any of this card this weekend, I actually might put together something tomorrow since I'm off, so that if I get any of this idiot, I'll have a deck that will try with this. Because I, I am curious. I, I want to try some stuff. But go ahead. So okay. he's a one in a red, two two with trample and prowess. He's an uncommon, so that, that's all the keywords you're getting out of him. But I, <laughs> he has three um Phyrexian blue. You transform him. From being a 2 2 to a whole ass 3 3 with Trample War 2 Prowess Prowess. <laughs> so he gets two Prowess triggers, very relevant. Um, I'm a big fan of this card. Like, I like this card a lot. I mean, obviously, it's a blue red dumbass card, and Cole likes dumbass cards, so like, shut up. But besides that, like in all like to be completely honest, right? I know a lot of people were talking about from Dram and Gucci's prowess deck in modern. Like he kind of just fits the slot. Because a lot of decks, a lot of like the a lot of the strategies, right? Here we go. For stuff like this, is like you can't get through. Like you can't finish the race. Like you're stuck. Like you need to push forward, but you can't, right? Because like they chump block or something. Like you can make a guy as big as you want, but like if they chump it. Right. But you think about it, this guy, he's inherently got trample attached to him, just on the front side. No. So chump blocking is really hard for this card, like to, to do in front of him. And you can on curve flip him to a three three. No. Like you can on curve be like, all right, he's a three three with prowess, prowess. Like if if you're against green, right? Like let's think of green. Uninteractive. You're like, all right, I've played a turn one switch player, turn two this guy, attack, they don't do anything relevant. They like block with an idiot. You're like, all right. Three mana flip him. Next turn. Play with fire, light up the stage, consider. And it's like, alright, you're like, that's 2, 4, 6, 7, 8, plus 3 is 11. It's 11 trample. Like, 2 of it went face, so it's 9. That's 9 trample. Yeah. That's coming straight at you with War 2. <laughs> that's a big motherfucker. Oh, and yep. that's if, that's if you didn't play a land and play another spell. <laughs> so like that's right. how you didn't play land four. So if you play land four, fucking another consider or something, or another play with fire. Like that that's probably lethal. Like I it's like the card for close, Pioneer. So. I'm gonna try something because I I love Bedlam Reveler and I really want him to have a home in oh, Pioneer Pioneer. I think he can, honestly. I think Bedlam Reveler is pretty close to having a home. As I did, a, you know, get Treasure Cruise, the card you, play you love and hate the most. I 100% play both. Well, okay. It's a, you, have, a you, I, you have no idea who you're talking to right now. Okay. okay. Do you know what decks I play? I was playing Battle of Reveler and Shiggles. I don't want to fucking hear it from you. Where's it now? Where's what? Hey, Battle of Reveler. I have two Russian ones on my desk somewhere. Okay. Um, oh, this is not in the deck, is what I'm hearing. Okay. I hate you so much. <laughs> um... Going on though, like you know, joke around about it. 
Um, I I do, I do like the card. Um, I wish, like, I I wish I wish upon a star kind of shit here that he did have horror somewhere attached to him. <laughs> I I mean, obviously, I, uh, like I, that's not a thing that would happen. I mean, like it might, but like um. Like I, in the list idea that I have in my mind is like you could play Thing in the Ice with it, but like because Bella Reveler is obviously a horror. Uh, yeah. So you do get that, but it's like if you're gonna play like four Swiss Spears, like Soul Scars to some number, and then like this idiot, then it's like, do you really want to play Thing in the Ices? Really give up like, you know. Bouncing all your shit, you, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? Actually, now that I keep thinking about it, I'm I'm under set tomorrow. I'm gonna put the list for for this. We'll try it before pre-release. Yeah, yeah. I'd, uh, I'm going to. I've actually already bought a box from the store, so um, we'll uh, we can do some digging to try to find some, a few copies of this card. Yeah, I mean, he's in a comment, so I can't imagine that. Like, I think it'll be around. Yeah, because yeah. it'll be like when uh, what the fuck's his name? The third path icon. Yeah, we were just like, like my class. Oh yeah. Actually, that was more like Obnix list. That was us with Ob. Oh yeah. Was, oh, thank was God we didn't trade for yeah, that. Yeah, thank Christ we just did. Because there was someone who pulled shit. it, pulled it, and I was like, "Are you willing to part with them?" They said no, and uh, and we were like, I, "Wow, I can't believe you're a bitch." <laughs> and then we like <laughs> left. No, I love this person. If they're listening, for whatever reason, we love you, but. Like, yeah, I can't, I'm happy we didn't just go like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Let's right. spend the, what, fuck, I think it was 40 at the time? Uh, yeah, four, ha, we were, we would have been happy to pay that cost, too. I was so high on that fucking You know card. what, let's, let's look at, uh, Nick's I think list. last I looked, he's still, like, like, 15, I think, if you get the crazy art. The basic bitch one is 550, yeah. 540. I, I don't think you get crazy until you get to, like, him sitting on the throne or whatever. Yeah, that one's about 19, 19 to 20 bucks. Yeah, I was going to say, that one gets a little... But, but yeah, yeah. Go, going on, because we need to finish the episode. Yeah. Uh, this card, I like it a lot. I'm sure Andrea Mangucci's probably going to put in his prowess deck in modern. Obviously, you do get mutagenic growth, which makes this card, like, infinitely better. That's insane, yeah. Um, Because then you get to push, like, hella hard. And then, like I said, if you're just in a matchup where, like... Like, I do hate... I mean, it makes sense, but I do hate that, they, that, that these guys... Uncaught like all the other transform guys are all sorcery speed because like yeah. that he would be I, this card would be absurd if you could do it at instant like go to your opponent's turn you're holding up mana you know to hold up like damage spells to proc these guys you know make them bigger they don't do shit you're like all right well fuck it transform is <laughs> a three three yeah like ward two I, I don't think people understand like obviously later in the game ward becomes a lot worse. Actually, I don't even think there's ever really a point that Ward's bad. Like, any point where you're making a one-mana spell turn into a three-mana spell. Even Ward 1 on the artifact creature, um, it's that's a pain. Yeah, like, it's annoying. Like, it, it's just something that, like, you just hate doing. So you're like, ah, oh, pay for this. And then, like yeah, I said, like, earlier in the game, it's fucking rough. Yeah. Like, if you flip this dude turn on your turn three, and your opponent's at two lands... Like, let's say creativity, and they didn't kill him, and you flip him. Yeah. I don't think creativity can touch, touch this fucking card. Like, I think it's like stone. Especially, like I said, if you fucking just have any mana, 
ever. And you're like, uh, yeah, uh, in response to play with fire, you trigger, 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 trigger. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know. There, it'll be interesting. And also, you get Kubota faces Kakazan with this guy. Oh gosh, yeah. So you that's, can make him that's, a that's can, lava spike. You can make him a three three on turn turn two. Oh oh yeah. oh yeah. I didn't even think about that. I fucking hate Kubota faces Kakazan. That card is absurd. Yeah, and uh, he doesn't leave the battlefield to transform. Yeah. <laughs> so true you could you could have a 4-4 with war 2 and trample now I, I don't know I mean, there's there's all yeah okay let's let's move on uh, uh so next lithomantic barrage man that's that's a lot of letters is that the that one with the area on it yeah yeah that's the so red can't be countered deals one to target creature or planeswalker yeah, uh, if it's white or blue, it deals five damage instead. Oh, yeah. Okay, that, that's the other one. I was thinking the here is poor crafting. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, you and, and that, friends that one have also does not about. have Nahiri on it. That is just a random core. But continue. Oh, well, it looks like a Nahiri. Okay, this okay. just races to cores, but that's okay. I, I, okay, I don't. I'm not doing this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know we we're talking about this. Uh, so obviously we're thinking about renting Bali in the same spot. Uh, this does one more damage, uh, but sorcery and but this can go at planeswalkers too. Um, Here's the thing for me, and it's okay. controversial every time I bring it up. Go for it. The word you just said there is why. Like for me as a Phoenix player, I don't like. For me as a, I need to deal with Grease Fang now. Is why I don't like this card. Yeah, like, so that I agree. But Nick did bring up a good point to me. He was like, for fires, like, when you're kind of just going against, like, all these random shitter decks, like, just having, like, if you play against elves, right? Like, if, sure. This card has text against elves. Volley obviously is never going to have text. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're 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 doing this to deal one to stuff. Like, I don't think... I Oh, it was, like, I, that justifies a main deck inclusion, but it's just, like, it's so... Blech. I don't, I don't think I don't you'd sideboard this in. I hate sorcery speed shit. How oh, I just I, I mean, hate I do it. So usually any way of me not playing sorcery speed things usually my go to. Um I don't I think it's like bad. Hits five fairy. It hits five fairy. I, that's like the biggest application I could think of. Like I don't think there's a big difference between a four button and a five butt that unless I'm missing something to deal that fifth point of damage, when does that matter? I don't I don't know. I have I have no idea. No, I don't either. Because I'm like, does the fifth point matter? I'm sure that you could say like, oh, you could this thing, you know, but it's like, I, I think reasonably there's nothing or not a lot. Because they, they all hit Omnath. They they both hit Grease. You know, this is way too slow for Grease because you're getting hit with Angels and Parhelion. So like that, that makes, that kind of just kills the card for me in this current environment. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's all I got for that one. I'm going to move on. Rampage Grafter, uh, two red red for four four trample haste, pretty cool. Uh, two and a red uh, Rampage Grafter gets plus two plus zero until end of turn. Uh, it has the uh, Quest of Beast text when it deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to a target planeswalker that player controls or battle. So, uh, pretty cool. I, like I always it. like yeah, I like cards that are like the um, Reality Smasher. Even this is four mana reality smasher kind of, but with other texts. It's, I think it's cool. I like this card. 
then you could basically kill any battle when you're hitting your opponent in the face, which is kind of cool. It, it pumping it, you, I think you get stone every uh, battle. Yeah. I don't, I don't think uh, that's relevant, but I it's mean, cool. Yeah. I don't know. It depends how great battles are. Thing, you know? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, just being like a a, a budgety uh, reality smasher or like a cheaper reality well, smasher. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like mixed dinos real thing. Yeah. I played Pioneer Dinos when it like first came out. I, I fucking love the Raptor. The Rampaging? Mm-hmm. Not... Uh, Ripjaw. Ripjaw. Oh, Ripjaw. Oh, whenever it has yeah. enraged, whenever it takes damage, uh, you draw a card. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking that was bull love stuff. that card, dude. He's <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. The amount okay. of times that, like, whenever that fucking heroic plays that card now, deal two to your thing, deal four to their thing. Yeah. Reckless Rage. Oh, God. right. That's still a card sometimes. Yeah. Yes, I said heroic. That's literally what made heroic really good. I fucking oh, hate, I didn't hear heroic. I okay, fucking fine. hate playing heroic where they're like, can play a Swiss beard. They're like, promise trigger, two, three, deal four. I'm like, <laughs> that's basically cheating. It, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, last red non uh, Praetor card I have is Volcanic Spite. Uh, one in red. Instant deal three damage to target creature, planeswalker, or battle. You may put a card from your hand in the bottom of your library if you do draw a card. Cool. I need four of these cards because uh, we play a crapload of these in uh, creativity. And I know Alec will also need this card for a lot of his. He has he plays transmogrify decks, and they do this for cycling. I'm writing and this down while you're going. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is strictly better. Uh, fiery. Uh, Fire prophecy. Fire Prophecy, yeah, strictly better because it hits a Planeswalker in addition to a creature. Maybe a battle, but not really. Uh, and, and you can still put a card away, draw a card. Like, this card is proven to be good in, in Pioneer, and I think this will just, like, strict upgrade if or you, you play mean, the... Oh, you mean, like, that effect? Yeah, that effect. It's strict upgrade. That's it, Cole. All if, right. Yeah. So... Uh, oh. We have one more. Or we have our breast. We have one more. No, we have our breast. We have our breast. That's, all right, so I'm out. Like that's that's all. Oh yeah. Okay, all right. So probably I think and oh, fuck it. This is, I think this is controversial. Um, okay. I think the best of the five. Like reasonably, I think people. I think some people get stuck on the backsides of some of these, which is fine. Like I mean, like like we talked about earlier. If you flip Jin, hell, even Ellis Norton. But it's just a reasonable card. Urbask is really good. So he's two and two red. He's a four mana, four four, with first strike. He has flavor text of whenever you cast an instant sorcery spell, he deals one damage to target opponent and makes a red mana. That's pretty fucked up. You ever play with fire oh. somebody for three, for zero <laughs> mana? That's it's pretty fucked up, right? <laughs> he has another thing though. So you can't flip him. I even think his backside's pretty good. I know it's it's I think his backside is the weakest of the five. It absolutely is, yeah. But it makes sense because his front side is so good. So one and re- it, to activate it's also pretty Oh easy. yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy. Just do it. Yeah. So red, exile him, like everyone else, sorcery speed, but you can do it you can only do it if you cast it three or more answers to sorceries to start. So great work. Chapter one. So, like I said, I think if you flip him, he is pretty good. Like, I think the backside is still good. I mean, it's inherently a two for one. Right. Can't be bad. Um, 
So it deals three damage to target opponent and each creature they control. So one-sided wrath. Pretty good. Yeah. Chapter two, create three treasure tokens. Ramp. Pretty good. And then until end of turn, you may cast instant sorcery spells from any graveyard. Very relevant. If a spell is cast this way, it instead of being put in the graveyard, it's uh, exiled, and then you flip it back. And to to add to the chapter three, you get to cast all the spells from a graveyard, including the cards that made you transform in the first place, probably. And then then you can also get your opponent's stuff. So it's pretty easy to just well. Here's the uh, thing that people don't think over. about. He okay. flips back after that. So while you're doing this third chapter, he's on his front side. Right. So you're netting a mana every time you're doing it. Or netting a mana, you're you're netting neutral, maybe right. depending where you're at. Um, and he's just dealing one, and it just it wins combat. It's four four first strike. Like well, it doesn't even have to go to combat. Like look how no. good Shieldred is at just dealing two every turn. This card, probably for whatever deck you're playing, is gonna deal one every turn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or more. Like I mean, shit. Like, and if you get to flip it, which, like, we just talked about, like, there is a burn deck in Pioneer that's playing Obosh. Honestly, I play Obosh if they play this, get this guy. Right. But, like, you flip him, or you get it, and you flip him, and, like, he's good. Like, if you manage to flip him in a burn deck, your lightning strikes cast, you're playing with fire cast, your blah, blah, blah. He's dealing one, so now lightning strike deals four, and you make a red. <laughs> no. Boros so, Boros turns a hell of a magic card. <laughs> right. And to me, like Nicole, I said this earlier, I think this becomes the, the new win con in Lotus Field. This, like, you don't need to play Wish for approach and to do more stuff. This just, like, pings your opponent while doing that. And it's it's extra, like, you add red mana as you do it. So it's also, like, a like a fake Baral. Uh, fucking pour over the pages. Add a red. Actual yeah, so card advantage. So, right, if you're already, like, comboing, like, then you just play your, your cards that just draw more cards and play your spells and shit like that, you win. But also, just, like, the transform of the backside, it's like, okay, I, I'm i dealing, like, my opponent has some has some pressure, and they're like, okay, well, I'll play Herbrask into transform it because I'm casting spells or something. <laughs> and then you just, like, sweep their board. Like, okay, now I have this... I've dealt with the problem. Like, I couldn't win, so I, but I could deal with the problem, so I'll play, like, Anger the Gods effectively. Well, or, better, because, like, if you have a bunch of shit on your side, like, uh, I know some of y'all play, like, whatever the Exert Untapped Lands guy. Or the, the Seder that untaps Yeah. The Seder no, that untaps right. Lands. Or, or, like, it used to be Baral, too. Like, we yeah. play that. Like, now it's only one-sided. Like, it's just their shit. Yeah, but... Okay. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, there's it's a zero downside effect. Like, no, I, I, I know, I know, I know. Hell, you have to keep your arboreal grazers. That's what you want to look at it as. Oh hell yeah! But like, I think this becomes a win con. Like, we we don't need to play the wish cards anymore. We can play basically the exact same shell, and we just keep adding this red mana as we continue to combo off, which is also fucking amazing. Uh, this like I I like Verlotusfield, but yeah, you're right. Just like it's dope. Like. You play I mean, spells. Yeah, with you combat. just go ultimatum for him. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You just go get him. Like. Yeah. Pick your poison. Right. Like all right. wrong answers. <laughs> yeah. Here's pour over the pages, or no, an SP three. So here's behold, behold beyond the air and Urbrust. Yeah. <laughs> Pick. 
<laughs> or no, does it have to be different colored? It just has to be monocolored. Right? Monocolored, yeah. Oh, then fuck. Your four over the pages, Herbrask and Lear. Yeah. I hate it. You could, you could dream a little bit more. You could just like, get a tutor also, so you just like get Arbrask anyway. Oh, and the fucking shits. demonic or whatever that one. The one that gives the, you three black. The, the five mana one that you get mana back, yeah. Yeah, the dark reds. Yeah. The stream a little bit. Yeah. So I've I watched need... enough of you Lotus players play. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I th- I'll need at least the first, probably just the one copy, I think. So it needs to be the cool, cool, uh, cool art. So that's what I need. Foils are $38. That's all I got for red, Cole. Yeah, that's it. All right. Let's go to green. Uh, I guess I'm starting right at the, the invasion. I guess like the, the first where it falls in the alphabet. So sure. So we'll start with invasion of Ikoria is green, green X for battle siege at six defense. Uh, when it, it, when the invasion enters the battlefield, search your library for Andor Graveyard for a non-human creature card of mana value X or less. Put it in the battlefield. Uh, if you flip it by killing it with the six defense, it becomes an eight-eight with reach, a, a legendary dinosaur. This one is legendary. Uh, for each non-human creature you control, you may have that creature assigned its combat damage, though it weren't blocked. So basically, uh, I win if I go to combat because. Uh, I will deal damage to your face instead of these creatures. You, you said, oh, uh, you said this is the green green X one. Yes, Invasion of Ikoria. Yeah, I, um, I think green could play this card. Okay, so we'll talk about the good. The, okay, go for it. So I think Mono Green and Pioneer could play this card. Um, it adds devotion to the board, which is always relevant for them. And then, like later in the game, it's kind of just a free roll drop for them. Like you just draw it and it'd be like, all right, you know, fuck it, let's go get a Cavalier. And then it's like, if you do attack it, I'm never going to. <laughs> like the, it's it's too devotion. The reason I it's a tutor for anything. Yeah, is because when it got spoiled, we didn't know the backside, and everyone was blowing up. Oh man, fuck! We get to uh, do this for two. Go get an X page, win the game in modern. <laughs> and then I saw the back. I was like, oh my god, this card is not good. Like, when are you? It, I was just that's so, what I uh, needed. Yeah, I was just so annoyed <laughs> by it because I was like, this is good. What, what? That's what I need. A threat that dies the fatal bush. Perfect. <laughs> or that, yeah. Like, I, ugh, I, I'm not going to get into it. But, okay. Um, Like, for Pioneer, though, like, green could easily play this. Yeah, because all the, all the green cards are not humans. So it's like turn one elf, turn two, do this into an elf. And that's, yeah, four devotion, two, two dorks. And if you have Nykthos, you have. Quite a bit of banner already. Um, yeah, you get old go throw, you get uh, Cavalier, to, you know, try to just go off for seven mana. Like I said, it's, it's more virtual copies of a lot of cards, so that's really cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. But I, I, know you, I know you like this card, so I wanted to bring it up. But I liked it too. I liked it. Next, uh, I have Invasion of Excellence, one in a green for another battle. Uh, for defense, when this enters the battlefield, look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal a permanent card from among them and put it in your hand, put the rest in the bottom of your library in a random order. A backside is a 4-3 with Trample, a creature dinosaur, Belligerent Regasaur. When you cast a spell, Belligerent Regasaur gains indestructible until end of turn. So, good, good attacker. So cast anything, and it's just an indestructible attacker. So that's pretty cool. Uh, this I one's like kind it. of like the 
Yeah, the first side's like it's not like the first side's like two mana, uh, like dig for a card. It's a cantrip at a single devotion. I think it's just okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we could move on. Uh, okay, I got Plucranus Reborn. Here he uh, is. Yeah, uh, so it costs green, green, green for uh, Legendary Creature Hydra at 4-5. So 3-man, 4-5, pretty good stats. Fuck it. And if, with, and, uh, hopefully you play this Monogreed Devotion, you have all this mana. So if you have six of it and uh, White Phyrexian, you can transform Plucranus Reborn to Plucranus Engine of Ruin. Phyrexianified Plucranus. 6-6 six, six with Reach and Lifelink. Very much like Warm Coal Engine. Uh, he has when he, Polarikodos, Engine of Ruin, or another non-token Hydra, you control dies, create a 3-3 three, three, uh, creature with Reach and a 3-3 three, three with Lifelink. So it kind of transforms into... It's it's very much like Warm Coal Engine, but with Reach and Sept as such. Um, additionally, when another non-token... Non-token... Oh, it's a non-token Hydra. Okay, I just... I just no, the, the tokens okay. don't keep splitting. No, it wasn't that. It was like, I thought it was like, if your elf died, it, I, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, never mind. Never mind. So when he, you're not going to play this in a Hydra deck, really. Um, but yeah, this is, it's Warp Collagen, but with Reconcept at such. So it's pretty, pretty good if you're able to flip this guy. Which Green could do incredibly easily. Yes. Yes, it can, and reach is a pretty good keyword. Uh, six toughness is also a really good amount of toughness against uh, a lot of those decks, like your like your favorite deck is a Phoenix. That a big thing about this idiot, so he lets green do a lot. Yes. Uh, so green, I think, gets put back on the map uh, pretty well. Like, a big problem that green had was flyers. Another big problem green had was turning sideways. Like, like, it could turn sideways well, but, like, here's a big thing. So, like, aggro was a problem in the sense of, like, model white just pushing past uh, because, you know, they just beat you up. You could flip the life switch here by, like, all right, fuck it. I have a bunch of mana. We'll make him do a 6-6. Six, six. Now he's a 6-6 six, six lifelink reach. Right. Another big thing is Lair of the Hydra is a Hydra. So you can chump... I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so yeah. you could chump your Lair of the Hydra, or just trade with Adelaide, and then get two, three things out of it. I completely forgot about so that. So you can yeah. make your Lair of the Hydra an X4. So yeah. Because it's irrelevant. Put it in front of Adelaide. They trade. And then you get two, three threes. One of them yeah. has lifelink. Like, that's, that's pretty relevant. Yeah. That is pretty good. Yeah. Lucranos helps green a lot. And yeah. it'll be interesting to see where green goes from this this uh, benefit. Yeah, I believe you had a theory that like maybe green stops becoming like it becomes like more like stompy or big mana into like there are there is another threats. bird we'll talk about that does sure. kind of add to that because like green can now just be a beat up deck again where it's like fuck this combo like we're just gonna because so the thing before with green was you either like. You, you like you were always the combo deck. Like it was like okay, well, like if you're gonna play green, why wouldn't you just do the combo? Like you know, it would it doesn't make sense to not be a combo deck, right? And and that's fine, and that's true. It did make sense not to do the combo. Like why would you re- rely on like the four mana what five five or the four mana is it four mana four four with trample haste the Uvenwald oddity? Uh yeah yeah so yeah. like that wasn't like really reliable to beat up because like some of your creatures like like cavalier like cavalier is cool because it's like a combo card 
not because it's a combat card. Right. You like, add mana with that card. Yeah. He like gets chumped like hella easily. Yeah. Um but with Plucrinos and another card we'll talk about, like you could play the creature package like a lot better and just like say fuck these planeswalkers. There's actually two other cards that make that way better. We'll talk about. But yeah, you just yeah. be like, fuck these cards. Here's a bunch of idiots, like especially with Pelucrados, like four and a four five with the old grow trolls. Because like they were playing like Love Short Beast is like a flex slot. Fuck that, we don't need it anymore. <laughs> Give me a three green devotion card that turns sideways into my opponent. Yeah. Or gains me six life. Yeah. Yeah, Pelucrados good. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh this one I I was really high on. Still it's still still kind of there. Seed of Hope. It's a green for instant mill two cards. You may put a permanent card from among the milled cards into your hand. You gain two life. Uh, I think I've got a lot of a lot of crap for this, uh, this card. But I, I, I called it like greens preordain. Yeah. I, I, I'm and, a bit uh, different about this card. If I'll be honest, so this is all you. But I, I just think it's funny you said. <laughs> no, well, yeah, because you, it, it's like people like would talk about this card. It's just like they, I don't know. People will just hate this card, apparently. Um, where you just, like, mill two, you put a permanent into your... Like, of those cards, you put up one in your hand, gain two. And people are like, oh, well, I guess it a mill strats. Like, yeah, you mill, like, effectively add two cards to graveyard. It's like, that's, that's, that's a, that doesn't get me out of bed. That's not a lot of mill. But, like, I, I know I said this before in, in our friend group. It's like, in Mono Green Devotion, as it currently stands now, uh, the, the 60 cards... 56 of them are permanent cards. The other four are Storm of Festival, so actively fine in the graveyard uh, because you just flash it back. Like that, like, oh, there's a lot of green decks that actually just uh, have a lot of permanents. I I don't think this is just like, oh, you're in green, you should play this card. Uh, like, I'm not going to play this in my Neo Form Attracts deck because I play a lot of spells. Well, you, you need know? to put your and, money where your mouth is then, Chief. But it's like, hey, yeah, it's green mill three, like, if, if there's not a permanent card and gain two. Like, like it's 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 kind of niche, but I still think it's pretty strong. I, I, I And maybe not every green green deck, um, but I think it's still good. Cool. Yeah, you don't want Thought Scour for your deck? That seems kind of weird. <laughs> I was gonna say, would I, you not want that card for your deck? I guess it's the only Thought Scour? Well, like, is it an instant, right? Seed time or whatever? Fuck. Seed of Hope Seed of Hope is an instant. Yeah, yeah, like wouldn't you just want like mill two and then like every like I guess the only like well, hell, even most of the time you want to track in your hand sometimes, like I no, feel like, not, like, I feel like every card that's like a permanent is like hella relevant and everything else can go. <laughs> no, I mean we still have like thought seeds and stuff, but not we have high well, impact. Yeah, spells. But I mean, like, it, like, I don't know. Like, I, I would be happy to find a founding with Third Path. Like, absolutely. Um, like, oh, perfect, because you probably want that on turn two. I don't know. I mean, it, it reads to me like Green Thought Scour more than Green Maybe Rare. that's better. Yeah. Yeah, that could be better. Also, Gain 2 Life. That's just a little upside there. Why can't we have Thought Scour and Pyo? Uh, that would be pretty nice. We we have other really gays. That's pretty. That's that is nowhere near the same fucking. Basically, the same how thing. fucking dare you? God, I would cut off so goddamn fast out of Phoenix. Holy shit! <laughs> for, for other really gays, you can do it right now, baby. No, if you give me fucking thought scour, oh my god, in a heartbeat. Okay, I will rip those ops in half. Those yargle ops would not last a second. <laughs> 
I will, I will go buy Dark Ascension Oscars for 10 cents. No, I think they're like four bucks, but. Okay, okay I'm moving on. <laughs> okay. Next, I have is, uh, if, you know, Thoughts Hero was legal, I think I'd play it. I think oh, play yeah, it. you would. In Atraxa? Holy shit. Yeah. That card is. Really other really gays by itself is is all the Dell fuel you need. You though. probably just, just wouldn't play Consider. I'm, yeah. I mean, that was the card that was cut. Um, or like trimmed. It was like I see all of y'all are on like two of them now. Two, it's like the most cuttable. Uh, usually, a lot of times it's a very cuttable card too. What a post board. Okay. Uh, cool. I have next tribute to the World Tree. Uh, I is that the I triple green cur- card? Yeah, you want to talk you. about you it. don't get to talk about that card. You talk <laughs> shit about it. So that's the other stompy creature card, by the way, num nuts. Um, so. Big thing about this card is triple green, it's an enchantment. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you draw a card. It has flavor text of whenever if its power is three or greater, you put two plus one counter. Or otherwise put two plus one counter. So so you draw a card if it's power three or more. Uh if not, you put you make it like two plus two plus one plus one counters. Yeah. Yes. So for the stopping deck, like obviously all your shit besides like elves. Arthur, so like a card that like Green Stompy would play when I was playing it at PTQs was uh, fucking Greathead. Because I mean, obviously, Great Greathead is absurd. So, like, let's all Greathead is kind of an absurd card. Um, if you stake it, this yep. is Greathead, but cheap. Like, you don't have to pay the like ridiculous uh, finder's fee for it. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot. It has three devotion, which is super relevant. I mean, obviously, if you're on the stompy version, you're not on the combo version, so the three devotion is just to, like, storm the vestal up all the time. Which, I mean, sometimes just wins the game with the stompy deck. Like, you're like, I'll put 38 power on the board. Right. Go. <laughs> Here's a fuck, what's the fuck, it's 6-6 six, six for 5 that, like, has seven things attached to it. Gargadon, or Gargaroth. Giggles, yeah. Yeah, Elder giggles, Gar-Gar. yeah, like, fuck it, like, Storm of the Festival giggles plus the Uvenwald Oddity. Good luck. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's a board. Like, that's yeah. A, that's oh, a oh, yeah. And then, like, if you have this thing out, yeah, let's draw two. Yeah. Like, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, turn your Land War Elves into three threes. threes. So, yeah. Some bad. Grazers into two fives. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, I'm listening. Definitely don't play that. But yeah, I, I like this card. I don't okay. think the combo deck would be as interested. I mean, to be fair, a lot of the times that the combo deck wins through like grindier matchups is Kiora. So like, maybe they want it because then like sure. your storm yeah. the festivals could be draw to in addition to being a storm of the festival. Yeah. So I mean, maybe. I mean, you can put it in the playoffs for the festival too. True. Oh, you get the trigger too. Yep, they'll see it. I That's I think it's amazing. I think it's a good card. I think it's a good card. Okay. I'm I'm. Certainly, still a little, a little lower than you on that. I I hate to say, but well, this... I don't think it's like fucking the next Christ, but like <laughs> I think it's good. <laughs> okay, okay. Add, uh, besides foreign clicks, that's the only green card. I, uh, uh, that was the I last green card. One more. I mean, I'm gonna honorable mention one of them because I just think it's cool. Okay, so honorable mention is Deep Root Wayfinder. It so it's a really good card. Like, just as a whole. I actually have two honorable mentions. So I have this one. So it's one and a green. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, 
what sucks about it. Or battle, you surveil one, and then you may return a land card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Card is really good. I just wish it didn't have to deal damage. That's. I really thought it was explore, but you got to ramp. Yeah, like I, I really thought. I mean, that's fine. And that tracks, but yeah. Uh, so that's honorable mention one. Honorable mention two is this dumbass convoke card, ancient Imperasaur. Fucking love this card. So it's two green and five. It's a six six as convoke. It has trample and war two. It enters the battlefield with two plus one counter life for each creature that convoked it. Honestly, I think elves and pyo and shit could easily play this card. Because you can just make a bunch of idiots and then just, like, play this really early and your opponent's like, yep, yes, I die. <laughs> like we talked about, Ward is really annoying. Yeah. And, if, like I said, if you play this early enough, it's hard to kill a seven drop. Yeah. Um, That's true. Other, I have two other honorable mentions real quick. Uh, Ren and Realmbreaker. Okay. <laughs> I think they're an okay Planeswalker. I definitely read them wrong the first time. Everyone did. Yeah, Everyone I, th- did. I thought it untapped the land forever. Uh, it's Astrolabe as a as flavor text of land you control. Have tap add one mana of any color. Uh, <laughs> it has Astrolabe attached to it. Yeah. Uh, which is how I explained it to Brett. Oh, uh, so yeah, plus one up to one target landing control becomes a three three. Uh, with vigilance and hexproof and haste, it's still lit. I will say, vigilance, hexproof, and haste is really really key. Um, and then it, it comes in at four loyalty. It's two green and one. Minus two, you mill three. You may put a permanent from the milled cards in your hand. And then minus seven, you can have this as you win the game. Uh, you may play lands and cast permanent spells for your graveyard. Like, if if you minus seven, you other card yeah. that I'm actually interested in as honorable mention before one collects. This is lose my voice. Is the scales card. The Ozolith, the Shattered Spire. Okay. So it's green and one. It's a legendary artifact. If one or more plus one counters will be put on an artifact or creature you control, you put that many plus one counters on... Uh, or plus one. I don't know why they phrase it. That many plus one... Plus one plus one counters are put onto it. So it... Um, okay. Hardened Scales. Yeah, yeah. Hardened Scales. Uh, which is relevant. So now you have more than one hard Scales in deck. Yeah. Uh... Other thing is it has pay a green and one, tap it, put a plus one counter on target artifact or creature you troll. You activate it only as a sorcery. So it has inherit do something. And then yep. it just has two mana cycle it. Also relevant. I think it's cycle it for a good card. Well, I, was, I think it's good. I think scales need it. Like pioneer scales. Yeah. Like, uh, like being completely honest, I think pioneer scales could actually be like a contender. I mean, obviously. A big card they're missing when we did the fucking game show episode is blocking Ballista. That's a massive. Oh yeah, that's a massive. Yeah. I mean, nah, they would be a real deck if they had that. Oh, I I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Well, because then you have like the Ozolith and like like you have both of them. You have scales. You could play the other right. idiot. That's like the green white guy. Yeah. Yeah, like the scales would. Scales doesn't have reach that it does in every other format. Which is right. why it's not good in Pioneer. Like you don't have like, oh, I don't have to deal combat damage to win this game effect, mm-hmm. which makes it a lot harder. But alrighty, time to talk about the chief. 
Uh, so here's the third stopping card for green. Do you have any more honorable mentions? You had you you strung along four. <laughs> oh no, that's it. Shut up. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll go five was... more. So we have Vorclex. Uh, so he's two green at three. Talking, he's a five mana six six. Not for green. I don't know why they keep doing. They love just printing lower costed like plus pluses. Like three mana four fours. I don't know why. <laughs> but he has he has super keywords. He has trample of reach. I don't know why he has reach, but fuck it. Um when he enters the battlefield, you search library for up to two force cards. They don't have to be basic, and you put them in their hand. Pretty good. He is technically the easiest one to, to flip. <laughs> I mean, he, sure. he is, though. Yeah, he I has, think you're right. He has no rule. He just says pay eight, two green and six, and flip them. That's it. Yeah, you don't need to cast spells. You don't need to sacrifice creatures. You don't have to shit. He just can yeah. do it. Uh, before I talk about his back half, for the green stompy deck, even for green like combo, like he's pretty good. Like, yeah, just five beta six six trample reach, and you and you deck then you just go get some bullshit out of your deck. Like, yeah, I wish Besage was a forest. It'd be kind of absurd. Besage was a forest. Oh, It'd be real aggressive. But no, that'd be insane. You know. But yeah, you go. You basically get card advantage off of them because you're going to put two cards in your hand. Yeah. Um, and like we just talked about, uh, one of the things Green had a problem with was like random Phoenix shit, random spirit stuff. He has reach, and trample. And he's and a big thing. So for the original, or not the original, for place Monsters Raider. Before Green moved to a combo deck, because before they got thrown the festival, they played this Warren Clex. Because Warren Clex Monster Raider is a fucked up magic card. <laughs> I mean, he is though. Yeah. So he's a six man of six six. You probably all know what he does. He has Trample Haste. That's stupid. And then he has, if you would get counters, double it, or you go up one. If your opponent gets counters, they get neg one for half. It's it's half, yeah. Yeah, so that's gross. It's gross with sagas, because sagas can't take up. It's gross with planeswalkers, because planeswalkers come in at half loyalty. Like, he is just a house. The reason that they stopped playing him was because you can't storm the festival into him. A thousand percent I've heard from green players, they would love to play him again. I believe that, yeah. Obviously, New Warrior Clex is not that. Like, I mean, big reason they like this card is because, like, obviously, if, if you have Karn come in at, what was Karn coming in? If, right? Karn comes, uh, in, Karn comes yeah, in at, like, five. fucking ten. Like, <laughs> it makes the combo a little easier. But, <laughs> um, like, and also just being a, a beat stick. Yeah. So I do think if, if the Stompy deck does exist, like I, I think it's going to, they'll probably play both of them. Like, probably, like, only one monster trader. But, like, two of this guy's probably good. The back half, yeah. going to the saga, so the grand evolution. Uh, mill 10 cards on the first chapter, put two creature cards from among them onto the battlefield. That could also be a born clex. What's up? <laughs> could also be a born clex. I was gonna say, that yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Like, the fact that, I will say, like, we, I, I say he's the easiest because the deck he would exist in is gonna net, like, infinite amount of mana anyways. They're big, big men of green, yeah. Yeah, like, you're gonna make, like, 4,000 at some point. Yeah. So, like, doing his activation's not gonna be hard. And then the first thing you get is you put two creatures on the battlefield. Pretty gross. Second one is distribute seven plus one plus one counters. They get trample. 
for a yeah, any number of target creatures, and the creatures you control can trample. So, you know, no, this is a good trample. Oh, I'm reading something different. I was reading. Okay, so yeah, just distribute seven plus one counters. Yes. Um, and then third chapter until in a turn, creatures you control have, uh, or creatures you control gain one. This pay one generic. This creature uh, fights target creature you don't control. Pretty good. I definitely think he has like the weakest like third chapter. Oh, but also just like we go back to the front half and exiling him again. You just mill ten, cr- make get two more creature cards. You could probably you go in fight those. Honestly, there. I'm. It seems like so busted. I bet there is some combos here. Well, like if you just get like you could have like one grand evolution and then you just keep looping like two more flexes probably. Oh yeah, and like it's ledger rolling them. Where I guess, like, is the Grand Evolution a... No! Holy shit, the Grand Evolution is not legendary. So you can have all four. <laughs> Technically. I think you'll deck yourself by Milling's hit every time. Um, But yeah, I, I think he's really good. I definitely think he... Him and Urbrask are, like, the two best, like, front-facing one kind of things. Like, they'll find a home regardless of back half. Yeah. Like, I think Urbrask is absurd. And I think Vorinclex is, like, just really good. But we'll have to see. But I, I think Vorinclex is fine to hold. Yeah, I think so, too. I'd be, I would be pretty astonished. Like, pretty stunned. Okay. Uh, so, now to gold cards. Yeah, this, I don't think this I, list should be very long. I, I don't have a lot. I feel like... I, I feel like you have more gold cards than me, so... I only have we... some honorable mentions. Because, like... It, I mean, you hear... If you want me to do it, because I know the big yeah, the big it. one we'll talk about. So uh, I'll go over real quick. I love Zergo and Ojitai. I'm not going to explain all of them, because like, all these tag team cards have fucking keyboard hell written on them. <laughs> I'm going to explain yeah. the one that that I think we'll see play everywhere. So Brent asked me what the best card in the set was. And like from what I've seen, I don't know if this is the best card. It's really hard to say that, but this card is really it, and uh, I just had the mindset of like, what card just inherently breaks? And that's Croxa and Kuranos. Okay. So he's three in Mardu. Or I guess three in red, black, and white. You don't know what Mardu yep. is. Or I guess Savai. Sure. It's fucking yeah, Mardu. Yeah. Don't ever <laughs> take the cons away from me. Uh-huh. <laughs> he has Vigilance, Menace, Lifelink, fucking 6-6. Six, six. But, big thing about him is when he enters the battlefield or attacks, you may exile five cards from your graveyard. If you do, you return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. So you reanimate. That's really gross. Because not only does he have a really good body, he just brings back something. A big thing you can do in Modern is there's a card called Ultra Dementia. If you didn't play during the Hogak time of MH1. That's a <laughs> two-mana sack outlet that says... Whenever you sack a creature to it, target player mills to the power. So, with this guy, you can mill six in response to his trigger, solve his trigger, reanimate something. Give so on, so forth, so on, so forth. ETC. Yeah, whatever. Um, And you could have cards in modern like Goro's Vengeance. So you bring back faster. Because there's going to be, you know, I mean, obviously you're probably in the deck, so you're playing like, oh my god. Stitcher Supplier, playing on it. 
<laughs> you know, stuff like that. Like that yeah. card, there's gonna be something gross about it. I don't know about Pioneer. I mean, I'm sure there's probably something in Pioneer with this big dumb idiot. Like he's really good. Like just on the front yeah. side. But yeah, but like he just inherently wants to break the game. Like reanimating, and it, there's no downside to what you reanimate. You just bring it something back, right? So like it could be like Drazi, some big dumb thing. I guess my other honorable mention, because everyone talked about it when it got spoiled. One of our early cards that got spoiled was Galta and Maverin. So it's three green, green, white, white, trample, dinosaur, vampire, twelve, twelve. So yeah. whenever you attack, choose one. Create a tapped and attacking XX green dinosaur creature token with trample where X is the greatest power among other creatures. So I can't check him. And then create X11 white vampire creature tokens with left leg where X is the number of attacking creatures. So really that text is irrelevant. The thing that people are thinking about with this guy is Soren Imperius Broodboard. His downtick says put a vampire into play, so he's a vampire. Uh, and we kind of saw that didn't succeed with uh, whatever the Grixis vampire was from. Like people were trying that with him. Yeah, obviously they're very mm -hmm. different. Like the other guy had like ETP hell attached to it. This guy does not have that. Right, he has. When I attack, I I, I win. Uh, other cards, other cards that have honorable mentions. One for me. Uh, obviously, is Baral and Carrie Zev. They're one in blue and red. 2-4. They have First Strike and Metis. Whenever you cast your first instant or sorcery spell each turn, you may cast a spell with lesser mana value that shares a card type with it from your hand without paying its mana. If you don't, you create Ragavan. The 2-1 monkey with haste. The idiot. Big thing. I love about this card. Obviously, for sure. Backwood Ragavan was cute and adorable. Yeah. And it just fuck up the format. <laughs> the big thing with this guy is obviously you can treasure cruise and then cast like fucking Genesis Ultimatum. Because they're both a sorcery. Right. And one and they're both like Genesis is six man. Or I think they're both seven. What or no, uh, treasure cruise? It's it's a it's a it's up. Either way, you, you get the point. You need to have stuff. Um, it's cool. I just like the card a lot. Too. Like at worst, yeah. you could cast Ragavan. It's like a good commander to build around. Oh, I just bet like... there's a fun spells deck. Oh yeah. Uh, the other honorable honorable mention I have is Jeru and Hazard. Two red, red, white. Uh, as long as you have seven or fewer cards in hand, Jeru. And Hazard have has vigilance haste, zero five four, even god. Whenever they attack, look at the top six cards of your library. You may exile a legendary creature card from among them, but the rest of the bottom of your library. Until end of turn, you may cast that card without paying it. That's pretty good. That's a free spell. Yeah. Now you uh Sick of you said one or fewer in hand. I, I thought you may have said seven or fewer. Oh, it is one or fewer, I did say seven or fewer. Okay, yeah, one or one or fewer. Okay, okay. So it when has I, when the I read regular it, I was like, hazard. How, when I read it, I was like, weird. Hazard's got weird. Yeah, you said seven. I was like, okay, I need to, I need to read that because I was like, maybe I missed something. <laughs> this is capital. With just these guys, like, there's basically 
they're, I mean, obviously they're mashups of two very, you know, prominent creatures from, you know, their worlds. I have a bunch of text I just cannot read. <laughs> I just don't want to. There's still way too much text. Obviously, I'm already tired. Yeah. Let's, uh, uh, let me take the wheel from you and we'll go over uh, the cards I have. I don't, I, I, I only have like three uh, cards. They're all, uh, they're all uh, battles. If one of them is the fucking blue white one. Okay. Well, I have that one too. Why? <laughs> okay. That's all. I, I figure. I mean, we have to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with Evasion of Amaket. This one, I've been uh, going nuts over this card um, in oh, the negative well, way. But let me go down to it. Okay. Invasion of Amaket. There you go. Yeah, Brett. That's like the best fucking card for you. I cannot. I Excuse me. I, I forgot. That's the best shit for you, dude. That shit. That, that's your fucking. That, that's so good shit, Brett. You put that in the trap zone. It's a fucking. It's the best talking of all time. Fucking. What a fish. fucking dead. Yeah, off that here, this motherfucker. About all these people fighting over this goddamn card. Holy shit. <laughs> it's phenomenal. And then I put it by two cents to this piece of shit about this card. I feel bad for you, Brett. I cannot imagine. I'll let you read the card. I could not imagine your discourse in your own mind. <laughs> fucking... I w- dude, th- okay. I feel like y'all are fighting a war that doesn't need to be fought <laughs> about <laughs> about why people want to play this fucking card. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me go over the card so everyone can follow along. <laughs> There's one blue black. Uh, it's on un- it. Uh, it's a four battle. Uh, a, a four defense battle siege. When Invisio Anket enters the battlefield, each player mills three. Each opponent discards a card, and you draw a card. This information in campaign. Yes, with mill. Th- what did that mill three? No, it way. definitely did not mill three. Okay, so yeah, so three mana for for battle. When you, if you're able to d- defeat it, you get Lazatep Convert, the four four creature zombie. You may have Lazatep Convert into the battlefield as a copy of any creature card in a graveyard except the four four black. Zombie in addition to its other types. So a pretty pretty good effect uh if you're able to to transform invasion of Amaket. Like it is what maybe even one of the best effects to flip over. Uh uh I think it's also the most Or it has a it has a high ceiling. I was gonna here, say, yeah, I, I think the know. ceiling is high, but the floor is so low. Yeah. Uh the so I can only speak negatively about this card because I, I like I'm. <laughs> just... So this was something. So obviously, people know I'm. I'm kind of a Traxa guy. I played Neoform Traxa pretty well. Uh, hey, they call. Hey, people know me as the Traxa guy. I know. I, I heard have... it in San Douglas, Diego. Douglas, my guy. He's Christ Almighty. You're t- okay. I can't blame Col- you. I'm known as the Mind Splice guy, and I didn't even want that. <laughs> I I'll shelve that. I'd rather yeah. be known as the Shiggles guy. Oh, you're 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 always shiggling in my heart. Good, as long as you're laughing for something. Uh, but the 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 talk of this card was, oh, it's a battle, so attracts a you know that was the tracks when we get spoils. Like, oh, what's the battle? We don't know. There's not a card, and then we get them. So I think maybe people are drawn to that kind of, and people, are like, oh, we can get it off the attraxa trigger, and then you could put it into play. And then you can kill it with the Traxa, and if you have another Traxa into play, then you can get another Traxa trigger. It's a lot of a lot of more Traxa in this scenario. 
Or it's like, oh, well, you can play it fairly. If you have Tasker in the graveyard, it becomes Tasker when you destroy it. So you can do the activated abilities. It's just like, oh, my God. And it has this, the mana value of 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 Tasker. So you can just Neoform into Attractive. And it's like, oh, my God. I Guys, the card is not good. The card sucks. Three mana for this effect. That's one of the best features of Atraxa is you play the best cheap spells. You play Thossies, you play Stubborn and Awe, which basically is negate when you have a good card. You play all this fuel and you get Atraxa, which lets you draw all these cards. Why do we want this three mana card that does stone nothing when you play the best one and two mana spells that exist in Pioneer? That was like, ah, it's cool. Just don't like this. Like, okay, I, I had this rant a few times. There's a lot of people like, yeah, I think we'll try it. And then I'm just like, you know what we could do? The pro- or it's like the problem with this card is we have 60 good cards in in in, in front of it. So we don't have room for a shitty card. I don't know. I just we haven't got good I, Phoenix cards in like three years, dude. So like I've have not had. I just I'm so sick of this. Like the the effect is good. Like, and I know you were you were kind of. Trying to talk me off a ledger with this card, like oh, well, with, like, I mean, hello, just, no, you, you, you were making okay, just I'm, you were making a heart pit, a heart. I was for just it, listing like, why I could argue, like I could see someone stand their ground on it. I don't sure. agree. Like okay, hitting fair. three okay. mana is like the kicker because like you, we just talked about it before, actually before recording. You want this card before attracts of resolves, not right. when. <laughs> like that's my thing with it it's like you want this card when you're leading up to her like alright I find this yeah. good fight you know I want this card maybe I mill over an Atraxa or maybe I discard an Atraxa well, you know whatever and then I yeah. get it I get the trigger you know and I didn't have to Neoform I didn't have to lose anything but like when you Atraxa and then reveal this card off the pile like it, it's just like, like then the argument like oh it was just free like I just took it cause, like, like I played it because it was free I don't know. I yeah. mean, you're the guy that plays the deck. I right. Well, I think like there's some build around potential that I that may be worth exploring because like maybe it's like self mill and you know this enables the mill, and uh, you try to put cards like attracts or just cards that have good ETB and you try to kill this like the um, demonic pact. That's the enchantment from Origins. Like that's steel four to any target. Yeah, like. So you could get that into play, then play Invasion, and, you know, before you die or whatever, maybe uh, you you could kill that with a deal for damage, and then you're already milling yourself pretty heavily. Then you get attracted that way. Like, that's kind of interesting to me, where Invasion is kind of, I don't know. It, but in Neoform, I don't, I don't want this card. I think, I think the community is kind of... Uh, giving up on the card a little bit um i know uh the um who's the at apex gaming they they streamed this card they're like hey let's test this out running one of the main one the board or whatever and i was like okay um but i think i think i i don't want to speak for everyone but i think i think that we're kind of off of it so that's that's it um cool just a few more uh next i have it is Invasion of Ergamon. I, I don't know if I said that right. This is a red-green uh, battle siege, uh, five defense. When it enters the battlefield, 
create a treasure token, then you may discard a card if you do draw a card. So I so so red green create a treasure and you may discard and draw. Like that to me, I was like that seems okay for battle siege. If you have to flip it, it becomes a three four with trample a creature rhino. And when this enters the battlefield, you may discard a card if you do search your library for a land or battle card, reveal it, and put your hand to shuffle. I was kind of thinking like this card, Cole, maybe okay and miss it, where you can just like, maybe not, but it's like you get you a treasure token, you can replace itself, and uh, maybe you discard a bad land for like a fable passage, because I don't think you want to play more battles. And then you, your fable passage with Omnath actually has some text or whatever. Yeah. So, and so that you know, you get extra mana, and you can do more dope things with it. So this kind of enables that, I think, a little bit, while giving you a treasure token. So fixing and stuff like that. So I kind of liked it for actually uh, Nivnisit. Nivni's all loving get. Yeah, sorry, Roger. A lot of Roger references in this. Episode. I know this is a this is a Roger episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I think it's you know, red green go goes go grab it off of it. I mean, it's not great, but it's you know, stumbling. Okay, uh, two two left goal that are for me. I have Invasion of New Phyrexia. This is X White Blue for Battle Siege. Uh, this seems like one of the better ones of the uh, battles. Uh, when Invasion of New Phyrexia enters the battlefield, create X two two white and blue knight creature tokens with vigilance. So if you have five, f- spin five mana, you get X equals three. So five mana, you create three two twos uh, knight tokens with vigilance. So more mana, more tokens, stuff like that. If you kill it, which may be worth killing, because you get Teferi, Akosa of Zalfir. <laughs> I don't. Maybe, maybe it's the right. The one of the weaker Teferi's, but still, still not bad. Uh, plus one, dis- draw two. Then you discard two, unless you discard a creature card. It starts at four loyalty, and that's a plus one. Uh, then you can, mi- or you can minus two. You get an emblem where knights you control get plus one, plus zero, and ward one. So ward one. It's on all of your knights. And finally, minus three. And it's at four loyalty, so you can do this right away. Tap X, or minus three, tap X creatures you control. When you do shuffle, target not the permanent opponent controls a mana value X or less into its owner's library. Uh, So, Cole, I was thinking, like, I kind of like this one because even, like, if you have a lot of mana, like, I said five mana, you get three two twos. Like, that's just kind of, I, I think that's passable. Like, it's be- like better than Secure the Waste, even though it's, like... Oh, no, I don't want to say Secure the Waste, because that's instant, but, like, this seems like you make a, a fair bit of tokens, and it scales pretty pretty nicely with, with even more mana. So I, I kind of like this card. Hmm. Uh, even on the front side, I like it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think it's okay. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, and, and it's kind of nice if you get just... Flip it, kill the fairy, then your knights become uh, a little bit tougher to kill and better and stuff like that. Like that minus two, I like quite a bit. Um, and dry cards and stuff like that. It's okay. So, uh, are there any gold cards that you? I know you already kind of made your pitch about a lot of the gold cards, but any more that you want to bring up? Oh no, that was it for me. Okay, I just have one left, and uh, funny enough, uh, I think this Roger might have a deck for it. Uh, speaking of him. It's Halo Hopper, <laughs> three man, three generic mana for a three-two artifact creature frog with Convoke. So just like if you have a bunch of dudes, you can play this pretty early in a affinity style deck in modern, and then kind of you know each creature kind of slowly gets you to the bigger and and better creatures. So this kind of 
I think this cast slides in pretty nicely. So I kind of like it. Yeah. Hey, uh, and there, and that's it for colorless cards and lands are all reprint, uh, gained life land. So no, no lands. Funny enough. The first. Yeah, I think that is the first in a while that normally there's been like some good land, but yeah. Cool. We did it. Oh, we have sort of once in future. Oh, I, I was gonna say I was actually looking back over. I was like, don't we have like? I feel like we're missing yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're not done yet, Cole. We have one left. It's now. There's the cycle. Yeah, we finished cycle. Sort of once in future. It's three generic mana for artifact equipment. Uh, equipped creature gets plus two, plus two protection from blue and black. You know how swords work. When equipped creature does combat damage to a player, surveil two. Then you may cast an instant or sorcery spell of mana value two or less from your graveyard. Without paying its mana costs, uh, if, it put a, if it would be putting Graveyard Exile instead with equip cost of two mana. I just think it's not bad. Yeah, uh, I don't think protection protection from black seems like a little, maybe a little better. I don't know. Because I think I feel like there's more black creatures well, say, typically. Swords have always been format defended. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. And I. Hate to say it, but there's been people like we. You could uh, cast Neoform after you hit him with the Tathaker. Oh my god! I we're we're a new group, Cole. We gotta we gotta start somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a and we don't have artifacts with so the new card type. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, but that that's all I got for for the set. Yeah, and that's it. That's it for me yeah. too. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good set. We're gonna do pre-release tomorrow. As at the time of this recording, we'll be doing it tomorrow. Hopefully, get a few few dope cards. I'm so, excited. It looks super fun. Yeah, yeah dude, pre-release so much fun. I I'm so glad to be able to do that. Uh, once again. So okay, cool. Let's call it there. Thanks everyone for checking us out, and we'll see you guys. Hopefully soon we should have another episode. Uh, be sure to check your podcast or uh, keep your eyes open for a special episode with Joshua Willis. Uh, assuming he hasn't uh, turned us down, but um, we'll we'll try to get it on as soon as possible. And yeah, you definitely got to check that out. Should be the next episode in your uh, in the queue. So uh, thanks for checking us out. We'll catch you guys next time. Yeah.